It was solid. It's not. Some people say this is their favorite week of the year. I like it a lot. It's not my favorite, but I have the the longer that we've been doing this, I find myself really liking it more than I used to. So that from that aspect, I'm excited. You know, it's funny. Me and Henry had this. I think we had this conversation a few years back. We were trying to decide if week one of the NFL was the funnest week or like leading up to it or this week right here. I, I think I said draft week and here I am again, man. Draft week for me. This is probably my favorite time of the year. Okay. This probably sec like well, I, I look at it as off season. This is definitely probably either first or second. Cause I look at I love free agency. And then the draft okay. is always super dark. I remember I first started watching the draft back in like 2005, writing everybody down to seeing where they was going. Like Alex Smith, the Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown year. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's definitely because at the time, you know, I think I think all of us playing football. I'm, I'm like envisioning myself like I'm gonna be in there in New York, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and so which team would I go to? Right, you know, right. I kind of don't want to fall in the draft because you know I go to a better team, but now I want that money though, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I just I remember like '03 was it the first year I did it? '03, fall of '03, or like spring of '03. Because I was like, I was playing Juco ball down in California, and I was like, oh, yeah, these other dudes is playing college all about to go. Where would I have who? You know? So that was the first year I really started actually, like, having prospects and checking dudes out, like, where they going to go. First round, but not not deep like we do now. Hell, yeah. Jacksonville Jack. <laughs> Jacksonville Jack. Man, this is crazy. This is pretty crazy because the Jaguars have been pegged for so long to be drafting Aiden Hutchinson. And a lot of what's leaked out over the course of draft season and this time of year is how much Trayvon Walker has shot up draft boards. Right. And the guy is a physical freak. And that Georgia defense, I think we're going to look back on it in several years if we don't already now and say that's one of the best defenses in college football we've at least seen in recent memory. Especially that D-line. Especially that D-line. Yeah, Yeah. that D-line. And they still got another dude over there who's going to come out, what, next year? Yeah, Yeah, he's better than all of them, they say. Right, yeah. Just absolutely crazy. but. For me, I am I I get that yes, Trayvon Walker should be climbing up boards after you saw how he's going to test with the things that you can't teach. But if I'm the Jaguars, if this is like if this is up to me, I would pick Aiden Hutchinson number mm-hmm. one overall. I'm I think they end up will most likely, at least the tea leaves are pointing to Trayvon Walker. But for the sake of this mock draft, how I would do this since we're going to be sitting in these chairs acting as the GMs of these squads, <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson's the number one dude I'm taking. His athletic testing is very, very good. And the one area where he does edge Trayvon Walker is just with his college production. The dude, once he switched to full-time edge last year at Michigan, he was very dominant. He was very dominant. The only knock on him is that for a guy who is six foot seven, I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize, how big he actually is. His arm length doesn't really match up. He's around like that 32-inch threshold, somewhere around in there. And you'd want to see it to be a little bit longer, at least just ideally. But from a production standpoint, from an athletic standpoint, from how the guy has just improved his game, and I think the ceiling that he can reach and the floor that he's going to offer, number one, let's go with Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, edge rusher. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. I was I was actually hoping you went somewhere else. I was you hoping that you went with, uh, with, with uh, <laughs> you're hoping I went Trayvon. <laughs> I thought he was going to go another position just because of another player he talked Cam Robinson that he talked about. I thought <clears> maybe <throat> he would go in a different. I was hoping he did, but offensive you know. line. I would go if I was there. I'd go offensive line before Trayvon Walker. <laughs> same, I would. Same. 
Yeah. Like, I, I just, I mean, if the, you know, take your dude, like your dude, you know what I mean? But hey, if they want to like keep, him, though. he's like going to be solid. He's going to be good. I'm, he's just not good enough for me to go number one overall. Okay. Okay. Man, I mean, you know, I'm gonna try to, I'm, I'm gonna try to really get these lines right, man. You know, I'm, I'm gonna try to get them right this year <laughs> because they just, they struggling, they struggling all on the defense. They can use the edge rusher, obviously a safety, a linebacker. You know, mainly on defense, they could use a wide receiver as well. I mean, even the QB. You know, I, I mean, we, I, we all know Jared Goff is not the long term answer here, but I don't think those positions. You know, as far well, I'll say this: I don't think those players, you know, that's ranked high on my list and, and most people's list is deserving of that of that number two overall pick. So I'm gonna go with the player that you know uh, that that a lot of people think was is going to go number one. I'm gonna go with Trayvon Walker, man. Um, you know, I think. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm I'm gonna go with him because they need they need edge rushers and I do like Trayvon Walker. I, I don't think he's better than Aiden. I think Aiden by far is you know production wise it's just there. You I think you're getting a safer a safer player with Aiden. With Trayvon you're getting you're 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 getting a long defensive end. You're getting somebody that's explosive. You're getting somebody that you know can 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 definitely put a lot of pressure onto the QBs. He doesn't have the numbers and the stats, and I think that's really what is like pushing people back from him. But I mean, we and Jordan, you know, we got a player on our team that don't always create sacks and numbers, you know, and, and it's got almost a, a similar measurables in Max Crosby, you know, and, and well, we just Crosby seen, got pressures though. Trayvon yeah, don't he, have pressures like that. He, yeah, but I think he will get there though. I think he he'll get there. Yeah, some of it's it. some of it's Georgia's scheme too. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. and then the edge and hang, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the players too. I mean, there was a lot. We just talked about that D line. The D line is stacked, man. There's yep. there's I, I know for a fact that we got at least, I mean, there's probably going to be at least four defensive players on that Georgia defense, you know, that that's going to be going in this first round here. So, I mean, and, and shit, I think five, maybe five. Yeah, maybe even five, you know. So D-line is 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 definitely, you know, vicious over there, man. So there was other players that was definitely getting to the QB. But Trayvon can get to it, man. I think I think. And he just seemed like a a, a Campbell guy, man, the, the head coach over there. He just seemed like he would fit, you know, Campbell, or at least that player seemed like that would fit what he wants to do and his personality and everything. I just, I think it fits the Lions, man. And, you know, he has a lot of heart, you know, Campbell, the way he, he worked, the way he does his his conferences and, and, and the way he tries to push his players and whatnot. I, I just think that would really work in this system over here, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Trayvon Walker here, man, defensive and edge rusher. Out of Georgia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Houston Texans. Yeah, the Houston Texans go anywhere. Uh, uh, Josiah did shock me with that pick. Uh, I might shock y'all. I think I'm going to go. Uh, mm, ah. I'm going to go Ikea Kwanu. Mm. I love it. I love it. Tackle NC State. Uh, they got a lot of holes, and that old line's been terrible for years. Also, I've been hearing that they don't know if um, uh, the the tackle that they traded for, they gave up all those picks. If he gonna be there long term, so I can kick him over to right tackle for right now. But then they're like, if, if they don't resign, his name is uh, Larry Tunsil. 
if he if he leaves, we can kick him over to left tackle and be our franchise guy and start solidifying that old line. Seems like they they sticking with uh, Sam Mills out of Stanford, and that's gonna be the uh, the quarterback they're going with. So let's protect the old line. Oh, Davis he, Mills, Davis Mills, Davis Mills. My bad, Davis. Sam Mills, Mills. former linebacker. Yeah, my bad. Sorry about that. Uh, Davis Mills, and let's protect this. Let's create a good old line, protect the quarterback, and uh, get strong in the trenches on offense. So that's why I'm going Ike Aquano out of NC State tackle. Yeah, I actually like that pick as well because even if you do keep, yeah, like you know, if you keep, uh, if you keep Tunsil, he's your guard, or you play him on the right, you know, mm-hmm. got options with him, got options mm-hmm. with him, right? And Levy and Smith said he wants too. to run the ball. Yeah, and he nasty yeah. too, so that's just yeah, added, mm-hmm. added to it, you know. He's my actually, he's actually my favorite lineman in, okay. this, in this in this draft. So yeah, I, I like the pick as well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'll. The only thing I'll say is that I don't think he's as versatile. Yeah, and maybe another player, but I I think he can do it. Like you know, yeah. you keep Laramie and push him in the guard. I think he can. I think he can move because he is as athletic as he is. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know, you would think, but we'll wait and see. But I definitely, I mean, like I said, he's my favorite old lineman, so I like the pick. Yeah, nice. And now we move to pick number four. We go to the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets at this spot right here. And second-year head coach, Robert Sala. You know, he's a defensive-minded guy, and I think that's going to come into play here. Last season, they were without Carl Lawson for basically the whole entire season with an early Achilles injury. <clears throat> and so now, I think they're still going to look to try to address the pass rush to some capacity, at least at this juncture in the draft. And based on things that I think outside noise that I don't really buy into in terms of the sense of, like, Kayvon Thibodeau's not a football guy. I don't think he's better than, you know, the two edge guy. I, I have him at edge number two. I do. I don't okay. think he's better than Hutchinson. I don't think he's like a, you got to take him number one overall. Like he may have been projected to at some point. But to fall to number four, a defensive-minded head coach, Robert Sala wants to get back to, I think, only rushing four so he can focus more coverage on the back end like he was able to do when he had the horses up front when he was at San Francisco. So that's why I think the Jets draft Kayvon Thibodeau and that's what I would do if I were them yeah. at number four, solidifying Kayvon Thibodeau on one side, Carl Lawson on another, with Quinn and Williams in the middle, and also allowing them some versatility when they go back into the 10th pick here towards the middle portion of the first round. So Kayvon Thibodeau, edge out of Oregon, going number four to the New York Jets. You know, I really do like this pick for a couple reasons. One, if what I've been hearing as far as his heart not being in football or whatever it is, I think the head coach over there, um, I just think, you know, he's one of those – he seems like a player's coach. You know what I'm saying? And it just seems like, you know, he he got a lot of his defensive players to play over there in San Francisco. And I think if any if, – if that were to be true at any moment during the season, you know, whether it's the second year, first year, fifth year, whatever it is, if Robert Sala is still there, I just think he's one of those guys that can motivate and get his players to play at a, at a top mm-hmm. level every yeah. day. You know, so oh, yeah. if, if that is true about him, yeah. because I, I don't really see it, I, I don't really see it. It do concern me a little bit, but I don't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm not around him 24 7. I wasn't in the locker room with him, so I can't really, I'm not sure on that. But when you watch his tape, he's explosive. He is, I mean, he's, and one thing I like about him too, he can cover a little bit too. He yeah, I can cover the flat a little bit, you know, so he's, yeah, he's nice, man. He's nice. Yeah, Which, he's got that athletic ability. 
Mm-hmm. Which, which also like uh, I like this the scheme you mentioned, uh, Salah. Uh, also, if uh, if Carl Lawson comes back from that torn Achilles, I heard he was tearing it up last year in training camp. It was just looking like a monster, and uh, and uh, what is it like when they uh, padded practices and when they put like the uh, scrimmage against other teams, he was just like destroying cats. And this scheme, I def- I think definitely help would help Thibodeau too, because if uh, if Lawson is back and then they start really building up this really starts to build up his defense, it's very friendly. And then Williams in the middle, instead of coming in, have to be like the number one guy, you know, like he has others to help him and then not be seen as like a letdown and being okay. motivated by solid. Definitely. So many of his former players speak highly of him in, in uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sir. Yeah. All right, so I think if the Giants could land this player right here, man, at this spot, I think they would. I think they would love, it, especially if an old lineman came off the board. Although I have Ikum as my favorite old lineman, I think if you need somebody that transitions to like a full time right tackle, which is what they really need over there, I think they still want to use Andrew Thomas as a left tackle. Uh, it would have to be Evan Neal for me out of Alabama, man. Uh, he's 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 the best pass blocking uh tackle in 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 college you know or coming out and you know he's he's got experience at guard he's got experience at right tackle obviously he's dominated the left tackle position you know i think this right here really helps daniel jones you know i'm unsure what they're really going to do they got we all know they have two picks here in in this draft so they could you know go in a different direction with qb but from all the signals I've been getting and what I've been hearing and reading, it seems like they're going to, you know, um, go with Daniel Jones. You know, the new regime is going to go with Daniel Jones for another year. And if you're going to do that, you know, you definitely got to, you know, make sure that he's not taking too many hits and fumbling all the times that, you know, he normally is doing, you know, you got to be able to keep him upright and it starts in the trenches. So yeah, give me uh, Evan Neal um, tackle out of Alabama. You know what's crazy with him is that he started at a different position every year of his career, mm-hmm. which was pretty yeah. nuts. So that type of ability to just be able to be like a flexible piece who can play pretty much anything but center, you know, right. at that size, you aren't going to want him to really play guard because the dude is a monster. Six foot right. eight, 350. I mean, right. good God. Like, <clears throat> he's huge. And it, the way he moves, he moves like a dude who's maybe 300 pounds. I yeah. think, yeah, he's He's a, he's a monster. I go back and forth between him and Charles Cross as my number one tackle. I like Cross more from like a technical standpoint, and I love Evan from just like a physical size standpoint. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a that's a really solid pick right there, and I think that really gives the offensive line kind of just those bookends that they need on the edge. Been needing for a while, man. Been needing since Eli was still playing in the league those last few years. They've been needing. O-line help, and they try to address it here and there, but it just never worked out, and they need O-line help badly. Mm-hmm. Maybe this might help, help Saquon stay healthy, uh, this pickup right here. It's pretty nice. Yeah. That's coming from an Eagles fan. <laughs> that is yeah. coming from an Eagles yeah. fan. That's coming from an Eagles That's an honest opinion right there, man. Yeah. 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 And I like Charles Cross, too, though, Jordan. I, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of him. I actually think this O-line class, this O-line class and the wide receiver class, I feel like it's the deepest. Out of all the, I, mm-hmm. I like the D line class too, but I just feel like offensive line and wide receiver. Just throw that out there real quick. I just feel yeah, like that, that line is. I mean the the class is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's going to be guys still available that don't get picked in this mock that are still going to be able to help a team out just next year, starting day one. Yep, going through the offensive line and receivers as well. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. We will now move to pick number six, and this is a pick that a lot of people are really keeping their eye on because yeah. they may have their hands forced to pick a certain position, or they may still get the freedom to be able to navigate the draft however they want. But nonetheless, for the Cover Zero 2022 mock draft, Corday, you will be picking at number six for the Carolina Panthers. Who do you select? I'm curious. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> you just... <laughs> uh, ideally, ideally, if if this if the draft board is going how it's going right now, ideally, I think the Panthers would want to trade down, maybe mm. uh, coop some picks because I heard they don't have a second or a third and they'll pick to the fourth round. So that's a lot of stuff to not have, especially this team isn't that good. They don't have a. They, I, I don't know how much they believe in Sam Darnold. Uh, this team's going defense a lot of times in the draft. Two years ago, they went all defense. Last year, they selected the corner. J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And y'all been talking up the tackles, man. It's uh, Evan Neal, uh, Ike Aquano went at three. And I'm going to do a pick this, that the coach is going to have to do so he can keep his job so the quarterback can play right. And I'm going to go Charles Cross. Uh, left tackle out of Mississippi State. This O-line, especially the left tackle position, has been terrible to mediocre ever since Jordan Gross retired, which I think at this point probably around 10 years ago, and they still haven't replaced him. Um, In the Super Bowl, Cam Newton could have used some better uh, pass protection, and uh, the GM, David Gettleman, didn't address him, former GM for the Panthers and the Giants, who were both crazy enough been having online problems and he was at both stops. So I think this uh, pick and Charles Cross will definitely help the Carolina Panthers and maybe even save Matt Rose's job and having Sam Darnold stop seeing ghosts out there because this whole line been trash. Since- they That's got- a legendary line right there, man. Ever yeah. since he said that yeah. line right there, man. When I think of Sam Darnold or, and I think of, really when I think of him, I think of that right there. I think when he said that when he was seeing ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But yeah, no, this is, that's a great pick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like me and Jordan mentioned, and I'm sure you you had him high on your list too, man. Charles Cross is a really good tackle, man. Really, really good. I like how aggressive he is, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, he finished off his blocks, you know, all the way down to the whistle. You know, he's yeah. one of those type of linemen. Yeah. And I think what I what I what I really like too is that you didn't. I think they're gonna go elsewhere. Yeah. You know, but I think like Jordan, th- th- their hand is gonna be forced. That that's yeah, I right. think that that could possibly happen. But that's what makes I think out of all these picks, out of all these picks, out of all thirty-two picks, obviously certain teams got a couple picks or whatever. This team right here and what they're gonna do, I have no clue. I got they could go here. This to me would be the best, especially yeah. if you're not, you know, if you're not liking the QBs. But if your hand is forced, it could go that way. So th- yeah, that's. But I think this is a great pick, though. This is a great pick. I mean, they yeah. they do have Taylor Mouton at right tackle, who's I like that dude. He's he's nice. So you bring in Cross to play on the left side. Now you've shored up the most the two most you know valuable offensive line positions, both of your tackles. Mm-hmm. Good to go, and you're starting to get that turnaround at least in the trenches. And then just from there, you can build the interior throughout the years yeah. to come. So yeah, I would like that pick a lot too. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big trenches guy too. Like I never get how teams just go gears without addressing. Uh, O line, especially like if your quarterback stay getting hit, 
and you you just keep not addressing it. I just I don't understand it. Like last year they went JC Horn, uh, and it, it wasn't a tackle. I don't feel like cap like worthy enough to go that high. And but you know sometimes you just be ignoring stuff. They could have took Slater though. They probably could have took Slater. Yeah, they could have took Rayshon Slater. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but I'm, but just I'm like, not even gonna hold you. I've I've liked the Panthers drafts though. I think one year yeah. was it not last year? The year before, yeah, twenty twenty Brown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they were one of my fa- they were one of my out of all the teams they were they were on my list as far as like teams I really like as, as yeah. like players that they drafted. They went they went all defense in twenty twenty. Jeremy Chin, you know, yeah. I, I thought that was a great yeah. second third round. I think yeah. was, was it second round third was second round second, second round. round was it third it was second or third? third it was, it was third because third, it was bro. early pick it was an early third pick yeah it was an early I mean, third. Hey, I think they were picking like top four top five or something yeah. I've been liking what they've been doing over the years. Yeah, man. no, I, I, I like what no, they've he, been doing. He was around two. He was around two. Yeah. Round it two. was uh, I'm talking like uh, before uh, Matt Rule got there. Like though, like when Cam Newton was still the starter and like he was still getting hit a ton. Like right after the Super Bowl, we saw how Von Miller destroyed, uh, destroyed the right tackle, and they went D tackle in the first round. I'm just like, huh? Like you, and then they didn't even draft a tackle. To the seventh round that year, I remember right after they lost the Super Bowl. I'm just like, yo, this dude Dave Gettleman is trash as hell. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> nice that's funny. Well, yeah, this this is a nice pick to go ahead and start that turnaround for the franchise. To get a little quick recap in here for everybody listening, we are through the first six picks. Number one, Aiden Hutchinson goes to the Jaguars, the edge rusher out of Michigan. Another edge rusher, this one coming out of the SEC, Georgia's Trayvon Walker goes to the Detroit Lions. First offensive lineman off the board, Iki Aquanu, nasty offensive tackle out of North Carolina State, goes to the Texans. We then have Kayvon Thibodeau, and they're investing stock in him. Maybe it's his stock with his cryptocurrency. The edge rusher out of Oregon going to the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Evan Neal at number five, offensive tackle out of Alabama going to the Giants. And most recently, Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi State going to the Carolina Panthers, which brings us now to number seven. The Giants are back on the clock. And I feel like (laughs) if this scenario rolled out for the Giants, they would love it. They would love this. They would love this type of scenario. And I think right here, I'm going to make a pick that I think I have these two guys at their respective positions very, very, very close. But I have one higher than the other by a hair. Okay. But I'm going to take the guy that I think is just slight that I have as my number two at that position group for the Giants because I think he fits with what's going on over there in okay. New York. I really do. I really, really think that this is where this is what we're going to see. First year defensive coordinator for the Giants, Wink Martindale. Right. He loves to blitz. Yes, he do. We all know he does. We've talked about it immensely on this show. Yeah. And I don't think that's about to change as soon as he gets over there. <laughs> But what he's going to do is he likes to he likes to blitz a ton mm-hmm. and play mm-hmm. with big bodies on the back end that get in your yeah. face and jam you and allow you to say, hey, go ahead and beat this dude one-on-one, get off this press one-on-one, deal with this physicality, and we're going to send blitzes from all type of exotic angles. Deal with it. And the guy on the back end that's going to help you to do that a lot there it is, is Sauce Gardner, mm-hmm. cornerback out of Cincinnati. I, I have Derek Stingley as the number one, but I think if you're going to look at a press – corner physical guy someone who embodies more of what sauce likes or like how sauce plays one of my pro comparisons for him i would say is prime jimmy smith 
who was someone that was drafted by the Ravens, a big corner, a physical mm-hmm. corner, a guy who moves very well, long arms. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Ahmad Gardner is. And I just think the fit right here, after being able to scoop up Evan Neal at five and then loop back around and arguably get who they very well likely could have number one on their board at both positions, two of which are high need, sauce to the Giants at number seven. That's a great pick. That's a great that pick. Really yeah. That's Especially a, as soon as you started mentioning uh, Wink Martindale and he likes to apply pressure, I was like, oh, I know exactly where he's going. I know exactly because mm-hmm. he, he come from that Rex Ryan tool at your scheme where you can never have enough corners. And also, great comparison with Jimmy Smith because if it wasn't for the amount of injuries Jimmy Smith uh, had, Man. he definitely, I felt like, would have been like uh, oh, yeah. a pro bowler. All oh, like, yeah. I think he might have even made a Pro Bowl, but like as you yeah, know, you could have been talking about all pro several, for him. Yeah, you know? several. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he it was, it was, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Gordon. My fault. I was gonna say I would say him and I remember Ladarius Webb both started sustaining injuries. Like those were like their two corners at the time. Then like I think Jimmy broke his leg and then tore his ACL and that kind of like robbed him of some of the potential and he could just kept dealing with injuries. And then Ladarius Webb tore his ACL too and eventually moved to safety. But yeah. Those uh, they believe in corners in Baltimore, and definitely Wink uh, would definitely want this. Do you think they keep James Bradbury after selecting Sauce, or they trade him? Because is James know, more of a, a, a they can a trade him. Guy? Huh? He's he's he could play man, but he's not necessarily a press 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 yeah, yeah, man man yeah. physical guy. He yeah. might he likes to play more off, or he likes to play more in what they would call like catch coverage, yeah, where. I got you. Or, or mirror man match a little yeah. bit. That's more of his style. I think that's how he would play in Wink's, in Wink's system is the mirror man match where he's just kind of mirroring the technique, lets the receiver declare the release and all that. But I think a lot of what they were doing, like because there's been all those rumors of, of Bradbury on the move, Bradbury on the move. I think they were the ones pushing that and they didn't really get someone to bite that hook like they may have wanted to. So right. I don't know if they just assume, well, we couldn't really get rid of him for what we wanted to. Let's just roll with it. And I mean, if you do land... Sauce, Bradbury, you got Xavier McKinney who can come out of the safety spot and play the nickel mm-hmm. when they do go into those sets. That's real solid. That's 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 a solid back end right there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's a um yeah, yeah, that I, I agree. I agree. I, I really do like the pick. I think that's a obviously that's my favorite corner, you know, coming out this year. And like you said, bringing up Wink and what he likes to do, his blitzes, you know that's not gonna stop. So He's going to continue that. He's got the right corner to do it. You know, and not only that, I mean, he's a corner that can, can to me, can do it all. I mean, he can cover. He didn't give up not one touchdown, you know, last year or at all, I don't think. You know, he's, I mean, he's. No, he didn't he, give up a single one. Single one, bro. I mean, he is a stud, you know. And so I I think this is, for him to fall too right here, this is what, yeah. I think this is what makes the draft so fun. You just, you never know. You know, you never know who's going to fall and, 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 and you know, what, what, who who is, is gonna change up, you know, on cause some some teams I know they go into it thinking that, okay, well that player is not gonna make it probably so mm-hmm. you know, and they end up you know thinking they're gonna go in a different direction. But when a player like this, you know, this caliber falls, you know, especially if they're number one on your board, you know, and a need, you know, that's you definitely gotta go that route. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, right. moving up to number eight. We go into ATL shouty. Josiah picking here for the the Dirty Birds out there in Atlanta. Got several needs. This team's kind of in the midst of a rebuild. Going to look real weird not seeing Matty Ice over there. 
It is. Great yeah. point. Great point. Yeah. Where are you going for the Falcons in the first year post no Matt Ryan? Man, this is, like you said, they, they have a lot of needs. I haven't heard or got the sense that they're really – they may be looking at QB maybe mid-rounds or maybe second round, third round, but they it looks like they're willing just to, to draft the best player available or need, you know, in, in that best player uh, category and whatnot. I think we've had a wide receiver come off the board yet. We have right? not. We haven't had a wide receiver not. come off the board. We haven't had the only – like Sauce, the only non-dude in the trenches that's, that's right. been trapped. Right, trenches is heavy right man. now. Yeah, Not out the trenches, bro. And and going back to what you said, Corday, we just we're, we're the same way. Well, we believe trenches is like where it starts, bro. You know, that's where it starts right there. So um, so I can see why. And then obviously all these, you know, the the the, the this being the top position, you know, I can see why. You know, we've yeah. been picking offensive linemen, but here we are with this pick right here, man. I'm gonna go wide receiver. And I'm gonna go with the best wide receiver, man. I, I really feel like Garrett Wilson. You know, out of Ohio State, bro, is 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 the best wide receiver, bro. And, and and I really feel like he can it's not one thing he can't do, man. You could you could put him in the slot, you could put him in the outside on the X. You know, it, I think his route running is the most crisp, you know, when it comes down to these other wide now there's a lot of good wide receivers though. So I don't want to make it like, you know, I mean, Drake London's really, really good with his route running. You know, but I think what separates them two, if we compare real quick, you know, I think the speed with Garrett Wilson, I think he's, I mean, he's faster, you know. Oh, yeah, he's, I don't think there's a question yeah. about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, and then after coming off the of the injury, you know, with Drake. But, yeah, I'm going to go Garrett Wilson here, man. I think if you're going to stick with Marcus, you know, and I think they will draft the QB somewhere in the mid-rounds, maybe even the second round uh, or, or third round. but. I think they're okay with really going with best player available or somebody to help, you know, their their QB here. They have a lot of needs, but I mean, if you're going to stick with Marcus or or, or potentially draft the QB later on in mid rounds, you want to have like a number one weapon for him. And I believe Garrett Wilson's that dude. Garrett Wilson coming off the board, wide receiver number one going to Atlanta, staying in the South over there, or going back down to the South. Mm -hmm. from Ohio State. So now we move to pick number nine. Going to go up to the Pacific Northwest with another bird, the Seattle Seahawks. Corday, if you are John Schneider, Pete Carroll, who has somehow seemingly managed to just jack up draft picks over and mm -hmm. over again yep. over, as of lately, another team yep. that's going to look weird not seeing Russell Wilson over there yeah. this season yeah. of 2022. Who are you picking in this post-non-Russ era? Uh, I mean, I, I usually see, uh, like you said, jacking up picks, reaching for guys. Like you probably should have took this dude later. You probably should have went somewhere else. Um, and I'm gonna keep that trend going and just shock the uh, draft <laughs> and shock everything. Uh. I'm gonna take Malik Willis here, man. I'm gonna take Malik Willis. Willis. We just lost our QB. We're gonna replace him. I I was think as I was looking through my draft board, there was a few other players I could have went. I was ho actually hoping uh Thibodeau would have failed here and then they would have took him. And then that would have been a good like he's he played in Oregon, they would have known a lot about him. I was hearing if he failed to them here, they was gonna scoop him up. 
because he loves highway speed. I thought of another DN I could possibly take. But, you know, when it comes to the Seahawks, uh, doing something that makes sense is not what they've been doing a lot of the year. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'm taking Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty, because that seems very accurate in some uh, that they would do. So I had mm-hmm. two options. One was taken away. I even looked at some. I'm like, oh, they could probably. No, they wouldn't do that. That's too smart. Uh, <laughs> so Malik Willis, he'll be okay. Nice. All right. All right. I, see that. I, can see. I know that's who Riley won't. You know, yeah. shout out Riley. You know, um, I know that that he mentioned unless it changed. And I know I think it was last month he mentioned that he hopes he 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 falls, you know, to his team. So yeah, they definitely. And my be over my, only, can, my only thing with that is, yeah, he, yeah, he's he. <laughs> you know, I don't know how everybody. I think everybody else kind of feel the same. You know, we don't know if he's ready to start week one. Yeah, if that's the case, and he's going to be on, under development, under development, under older Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. um, and Drew Locke. That's the only. That's the only thing that kind of concerns me. You know, if he's if he's going to get the right development. Yeah. You know, um, but they definitely need a QB there. <laughs> they yeah, definitely, yeah. and he's the one with the highest ceiling. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that pick for sure. Well, this moves us to number 10. We're going back to the East Coast. New York Jets are back on the clock. And I feel like if the draft unfolded this way for the Jets again, they're loving it because now they've addressed the pass rush. Uh-huh. And now you can give Salah someone on that back end to compliment it. And he may not okay. necessarily really need to touch the defense too much further mm-hmm. after this going forward. I mean, of course, you're going to do your fill-ins as you need to. But to come out of the first round with these picks that they have right here and be able to really just Oh, this, is, this is just a beautiful draft to start it off within the top 10. The New York football Jets select Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback mm-hmm. out of LSU. Come yeah. out of the first round, take Derek Stingley, get Kayvon Thibodeau, just really be able to help out your pass defense in both phases of rush and in coverage. And two guys that when we look back on this could end up being at the best at each respective areas of what they do. That's really dope, and this is how I this is how I would if you're a Jets fan, this is just super ideal. I don't even think you 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 could imagine the draft unfolding this way for you. But as we know, every single year, one pick changes the next pick, which changes the next pick, and it sets off a chain reaction. And if it sets off a chain reaction like this one, the Jets going to be happy to put a lock around that chain. So Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback out of LSU, going to the Jets at number ten. Great pick, bro. Great pick, especially yeah. uh, because a lot of people think. You know, a lot of people is, is, is and I'm and I'm high on him too. I don't want to make it like I, I don't like Derek Singh. I, I like him for sure. He's in my top three. You know, but a lot of people think he could potentially go higher than this. You know, mm-hmm. so like you said, if he falls to the Jets, right here, this this, this will be ideal for them. So yeah, really good pick for sure. And he's with a defensive minded guy as a head coach. I think this pans out perfectly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Definitely. So this slides us to number eleven right now. The Washington Commanders are on the clock. Brandy is not with us at the moment, unfortunately. But she had a pick, I know, that she was wanting to go to. And one of the top two that she wanted is still on the board. Okay. And as per Brandy, what she has said notes that we wanted to include us in or include in there for her is that they've drafted defense in the first round for the past five years, but she thinks that the secondary needs guys like said player that I will mention here very shortly. Mm-hmm. A player like this person falls to us. He is a super smart player, 
high IQ and is a handful to deal with at the line of scrimmage. The sheer talent really good to shine through with this guy. And honestly, those are Brandy's more or less, I'm paraphrasing there, more or less words why she likes the player I'm about to select for them. And there was this oh, one quick, guy that she quick, had listed. Real quick. So they taking another D tackle? I know no. that's what they love to take. Jordan Dape. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this guy right here at 11, the Washington Commanders select Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. There was a time in this draft process months ago, just two months ago, where he was mocked a lot and a lot of scouts and people who follow the draft for a living and follow the draft as something just they love to do like us, had him going number three to the Texans overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like his, yeah. his size, his, his tape, and his instincts just look great. But then over time, certain players like your Trayvon Walkers tested amazingly. We found out kind of maybe what teams were coveting a little bit more based on what the more that we saw these prospects in the Senior Bowl on pro days at the Combine. And that started to reveal a little bit more of kind of where teams might go and just mm-hmm. at least their strategy. And throughout the whole process of that, Kyle Hamilton fell. But this guy's a big safety, six foot four. Yeah. Right? And just has super crazy highlight plays where he has instincts that you cannot teach. So to be able to scoop him up here, pair him in that secondary with a lot of up and comer up and comers that they have over there and the defensive line that's in front of them, that's going to really bolster this unit a lot. And I think this is a really, really solid pick and just allows them to be very, very multiple on the back end and at the second level, grabbing Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's that's a phenomenal pick right there. And again, another player that falls, you know, a lot further down. I, I think I do think he probably goes. Well, no, nah, he he could fall right here. Actually, he could yeah. fall right here. Yeah, yeah, I can see this actually happening. And, and it's a perfect pick because this secondary is what really struggled. You brought it up, Jordan, yeah. um, and Corday. You brought it up with the D line, and they're gonna go D line. You know, the the funny thing is though, a lot of those D line pick, all those D line picks has been like studs for the most part. Yeah. All of them has played very, very well. You know, Chase Young obviously got hurt last year, mm-hmm. but the secondary is what's what, what has really, really struggled. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the uh, Benjamin he played a lot. He played a little bit better towards the end of the season last year, but he gave up like thirty four touchdowns. You know, William Jackson, who they paid good money for, he struggled last year. So I'm mean, bringing in a time. God, he just that dude is, just has a weird trajectory. Like yeah, man, he fell just, apart. Cincinnati. I mean, he was you know he was solid. And it just I, you know I, I don't know I don't know. And then you get with you get with a, a top deep. Well, you I mean I don't know Jack Del Rio is a solid defensive coordinator. It's good right? coordinator. I mean, he's good. Solid guys. Yeah. Then Ron Rivera is I I I consider not only a real solid defensive a defensive guy but a pretty good head coach as well. And yeah, yeah. just I I don't know what happened. I don't know what it was the injury that they just haven't talked about or what, but he Something fell apart. Man. So to bring, yeah, to bring Hamilton in here, man, best safety. I mean, he's he's it's just not one thing he can do. And I think to add to your point, Jordan, um, yeah, other players for sure was uh uh doing really really well in the combine. It 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 made them, you know, being they it, they they've been talked about more because of what they did at the combine. And I think what really is, and I'm not even gonna say made Hamilton drop or anything like that because, you know, the draft is later on today. But it's that 40 time everybody's really tripping off. Yep. Like yeah. the five yep. and all of that. Like, that's why I say Not even, like, time. there was one scout that had the 4-5, but every other scout looking around like, I got this dude at 4-7. Well, yeah, so but, I heard he ran like a, like a 4-5-4. Four, 
five nine, like basically like a four six. So there was one yeah. scout that had the four five nine. One. Yeah. Well, and then, and then I heard others had a four seven, like a bunch of other. Like, wait a minute, yeah. what? And so then I heard at the combine. I mean, then I heard at his pro day, he ran slower. Yeah. And everybody was like, what the? Mm-hmm. And then that's what really. But it, I, I think I think sometimes you know analytics is definitely important. I mean, we all love the combine. If you're a diehard football fan like we are, we get all up into the combine. We get oh, you know, like Jordan Davis when he ran <laughs> what he ran. We oh my god, you he know, ran a four seven, <laughs> right, bro? So I mean, we do get into it, but I think sometimes we look we look into we we go too far into it as far as like you know the player not being good anymore. All of a sudden now he didn't fail ten picks or or you know if we're doing our own mock draft or. Just in general, you just hear media outlets and whatnot dropping them because of, you know, a, a workout or whatever. And I understand it to a certain extent, but this guy here, man, this I just he's one he's another one. There's only there's only a few players. All the players that we've, you know, that's been drafted, I like a lot of these players, but there's only a, a few that I feel like is is that I feel real comfortable betting on. And I think he he's that he's one of them. You know, yeah, he's he's still my safety number one. Definitely by far, bro. Yeah, by far. So yeah, great pick, great pick for yeah. I think great pick too. Also, since they just let Landon Collins go, who was upset the role he was had to be closer to the line, and really, uh, which is funny because a guy going from the Jets to uh, the Washington Football Team, uh, he he got outplayed by well, he tore his Achilles, and then he got outplayed by like a seventh round or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Cameron Curl, who's solid yeah, over Curl. there. Yeah, that gives him a this nice little pair. Yeah, this will this will definitely be a nice pair for them. Uh, Brandy should definitely be happy. And if William Jackson can find any of his old form, that should help <laughs> this defense out immensely. And I always got to give it up. Uh, like I'm not a, I really don't like Washington at all. But the moment they switch from that three four scheme under Shanahan to a four three, which I was saying for the longest they should have did. They became back to the dominant uh, Washington defense that I grew up knowing because they always used to be trash, but they was always like top five in defense back to, all the way to the LeVar Arrington days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. We will now move to pick number 12, Corday. You are on the clock. Pick number 12 for the Skull Gang, Minnesota Vikings. Skull Who are you taking? Gang. What quarterback can I take to get rid of Kirk Cousins? Uh, <laughs> there ain't one in this draft by yeah, a freaking yeah, yeah. country that's mile. Say that, say that for the people in the back, Jordan. There is not there. any quarterback in this draft that could hold Kirk Cousins' jock on their best day. You think yeah. so? You you don't think you you? Don't I don't know. I, I think Kirk. People, Kirk is like Derek Carr. We we yeah. we're not gonna get too deep into it, but I'll just say that Kirk doesn't get the credit. I think I don't get me wrong. He. He has his his flaws and everything like everybody else, but I think he's a real solid QB, and he's definitely better than the ones coming out, in my opinion. That's I, I agree with you 100%. Me and Jay, like, basically the same on, on Kirk. I think a lot of what it is with him before you get to your pick, Corday, I think a lot of what it is is people see what he's been paid, and then they judge him based off that. Is that? But then also I see the talent that's being around him, and he still come up short. Like, Carr had talent stripped away from him, and this isn't a Carr versus Cousins kind of a deal. But uh I mean Kirk just we just we two years removed from this man winning a playoff game on the road as an underdog. Yeah. He got bashed for that. Remember he got bashed for that. on the road. He can't do this, he can't do that, he can't win in prompt, he can't win the playoff. That was a big that was big. I can't lie, that was super big. And, what's and, under the rug? 
It's, yeah, swept under the rug and whatever. But he game winning drive on the road, and he wasn't using like his like. I mean, yep. yeah, who cares? Then he followed it up last year by losing to a backup in Cooper Rush on Sunday Night Football. But yeah, definitely oh, won the road in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, who you got at twelve? We we gonna get to this in the offseason preview. Who, who you got? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, uh, right, right. Vikings. Uh, I feel like they got a lot of well, defense. From the traditional four three to a three four under um, Kevin O'Connell is the new head coach over there, mm-hmm. and um, secondary is a big that's a big need for them. Uh, I think Kyle Hamilton would have been great to partner with Harrison Smith, uh, but there's one corner has always here. been a problem yeah. for them. Uh, they re-signed uh, Patrick Peterson. They kind of had to, <laughs> yeah. Who's on his like last leg and. Still, I'm like, I'm like, why'd you? I, I I never got that signing in the first place. I'm like, why'd you go to a team that I felt like wasn't gonna make the playoffs? And I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna give them Trent Trent uh, McDuffie there out of go. Washington, uh, cornerback, because I know they they always love yeah. to go corners there, and I feel like Patrick Peterson would definitely help him mold him. Uh, and Trent McDuffie would definitely be a good pick for them. Uh, Trent McDuffie, and he's super solid in. I feel like this is like a good range for them, like in the, in the teens. I had like I've been hearing like a lot of teens to twenty range for them, so I felt like this would be a good pickup for them. Great pick, bro. Great, yeah. Pick. That was that was exactly what I would do too, right there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my that's actually my second pick. And you know what? And it's crazy because going back to to Derek Stingley, when you look at his 2019 tape, you can say, okay, he's number one or mm-hmm. or number two. But then when you look at, and I know he went through injuries, which is part of the concerning for me. When you look at the, the, the rest of the tape throughout the years, I, got, I just like what Trent has been able to do, especially last year, you know. So that, that right there, you know, that I think. And then for him, to, again, this, he's at here number 12. Oh, yeah, this, this, this fits him, though. Yeah. This, yeah, this is a good spot. Well, yeah, solid. Solid. Great pick, bro. Great pick. Great yeah. pick. And that's, that's a really good fit right there. Now we move to number thirteen, the Houston Texans. Who they the posi- the need for them is pretty much every position anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like like in the seventh round, don't be surprised if they draft a, a popcorn guy. Like they need everything. <laughs> they need everything. <laughs> yeah, concession stand worker. They need a new janitor. They need someone to paint the logo better. You know, yeah, they they need everything. But that, that's a, that can all that could be a good thing on draft day because then you could just okay who do we want who do we what do we yeah. want to do here yeah yeah so we're gonna follow up you took Iki Aquanu Corday had that pick number three overall I like it a lot so that bolsters the offensive line gives some help to young Davis Mills but what I'm doing here I'm picking the guy that I think could also really translate very well to to help this team going forward and this isn't a year where the Texans are looking to win. Anything. No, this not. is a year where I think the Texans are looking to really establish an identity for themselves, maybe build some and maybe not maybe, but just build some pieces and acquire some assets that allow you to have a core that you can start to build around. And whether or not that's with Davis Mills at the helm, he looked he looked as good as any rookie quarterback last year. We talked about that a lot. Right. Despite not having much talent around him, really yeah. no talent around him at all last year on that team. None and just in a bad situation, you know, as it was, but still showed out. There was one week where he was my ICU and I had to give him his props and we did throughout the course of the season. And I think you at least the one thing that they're going to do is see if he's the guy to stay around or if they can try to help him out and aid in him. 
whatever it may be. I'm doing what I'm picking right here is this receiver that I'm a little bit higher on than I think than everybody else or most people. Because even if Davis Mills isn't the guy, I still have this receiver that can be a core part of whoever it is that we bring in, say, maybe next year. If we want to go the Bryce Young route because we still suck or whatever it might be, I'm going to go ahead and take Jamison Williams. Mm. Number 13. Oh! Mm-hmm. He is my wide receiver. Yeah, bro. He's not. He's not, bro. He's my bro. wide receiver, too. He thought. Bro. Because he knew the pick before wasn't going <laughs> to. That's funny. That's a good one. Jamison Williams is my wide receiver, too. The Texans aren't winning anything next year. So there's no rush to get him on the field. There's none. There's none. There's no rush to get him on the field. So let that ACL go ahead and repair. Right? That's fine. Just let it do that. Let it do that. We ain't in no hurry. We going to suck anyway. Right? What's the big hurry? I hate this pick, Jordan. Jordan, I hate this pick. How does it feel? Hey, Corday, how does it feel, bro? You see see what Henry did that one time, bro. Bro. (laughs) Bro. Hey, and Henry was more purposeful. Jordan, oh, I know it's purposely. Of I know it's purposely. <laughs> I'm seriously going. Hey, I was the Texans. I'm going Jamison Williams. <laughs> like, Bruh, this is just his. Well, I feel like Jordan trolling. I feel like Jordan trolling right. Now. I don't I'm even. Trolling, bro, I am not nah. trolling. He is this my is wide receiver right. number two. No, 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 no. Okay, my bad. Okay, I understand he's your wide receiver too. You think I'm sniping him from you? <laughs> I, I just, bro, he's four. You think he's I'm sniping him from you? I kind of, but then also I'm just like, they're going to draft a dude with a torn ACL? Because it don't matter. They aren't winning anything. But you know what, though? This is how I know. This is how I know. This is uh, just a straight-up evaluation by Jordan. Because like he just said, they're not winning this year. And that gives that ACL to to heal. Because that's the reason why he's not top three on my list. Is because I'm concerned as far as he's not going to be able to play, bro. Right, he may, they may start to like Halloween or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, Target, he's not gonna, even play. But he paired him. He paired him with a team <laughs> that's not going to win this year at all. I think it was brilliant. I think it was brilliant. I really do. That was a great. I, 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 I don't. Great pick. I, don't, I, don't, I think this is just your Eagles that doesn't like it because you want oh, him no, on no, your squad. No, no, no. I'm just. I wasn't even thinking for my Eagles because I was that's thinking like, game. Nah, I was honestly thinking for another pick I have later down. I was just like. Dang, I was like, oh, I was thinking yeah, right. another position, that. like staying in the trenches with them because of Lovey Smith. and Which they somewhere. very well might do, but this is to me where the trenches, apart from one guy, apart from one guy, like I still have my number one DT on the board. I'm yeah. not. The rest of these edges, I think we take a dip in the edge. Like just we go to tier two of the edge group right now, to me. You think, you think so? Tier two, which means still first round talent, still good guys. Yeah. yeah. Still good guys. But when I'm looking at my number two overall receiver on the board, and yeah, yeah. and who else? Who, who tell, tell me, Corday, who's mm-hmm. on that receiving core in, te- in, the t- in Houston right now? Brandon Cooks is a baller, man. What How you old mean? Brandon Cooks? I don't know, but he's still running a four-three <laughs> out there. He put up an amazing season. So <laughs> now, we get it. so now in 2023, if let's say we still suck as Houston, we get a top pick. Now we go draft Bryce Young, right? Yeah, and we get Brandon Cooks and his. His college teammate, after we had selected and solidified this offensive man, line a little bit better, man. that's looking all right for us to be able to prop up our young quarterback. I just that's the only reason why. Like, there's no there's no rush. If you're Philly, you know how your fan base is. 
Y'all gonna want this man out there with a broken leg. Nah, nah. Not you. Not you. Not Cornette. You know, out there. Exactly. You know, Jay. Well, also, also, also gotta say this. They put out a, a, a video of him doing high knees and doing some stuff, some ladder drill. So I heard Jamison Williams is ahead of schedule. It's coming along. I, I, I heard that, but he's, yeah. I don't know, man. This, this know. Just ahead of schedule to me. Ahead of schedule to me still says, all right. That, maybe not November, maybe Thanksgiving. October. I'm still yeah. like, even if he's not ready, and yeah, you got man. one win, what's the why? Why rush him? <laughs> like, why? No, I know. That's why I love, why I and that's why I don't like it because I'm just like, okay, I see it's what you're perfect. saying about teammate try to get the quarterback next year. I'm thinking they probably wanted somebody who can come in and play right now, and then I'm just thinking like, how talented this dude is. I'm just like. Nah, not the Texans. <laughs> I'm just, I was like, what? Like, I didn't see this coming. That's why it's also a big shocker. I didn't see. I get you. I get you. Coming. So that's I don't why think, I was like, what? I get you. I don't and, think that's my Eagles. I was just like, dang, he's still falling. And I was like, you, you swore though, bro. You, <laughs> you, you yeah. know, you're going to grab him. You know, he was going to grab yes. him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you we admit wasn't that? Going that way. We wasn't going Can I admit that? that? Can uh, you admit that? You can't. Hey, maybe my second pick. Rock, maybe. No, but I just I just didn't see this team picking a wide receiver is what I really said. Like I just didn't see that coming. And then especially right. that right. one coming yeah. off the AC. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why. So you shocked me yeah. on like like then when I you hit you. thought they would pick like a, a wide receiver right here. Like even though they could, because well, they got so many holes, like I didn't so right. yeah, that's why. I'm just like, what? I didn't see that's why it was like that's a shocker. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. But yeah. no, I'm not. I'm really. I'm literally not. I'm not doing no Henry to steal to people like he because he was laughing <laughs> even when he did it that year. That shit was funny. Yeah. It was funny. We called him out. He was dying laughing. Yeah, yeah we no, did. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And that was hate. I don't feel like you was hating. I just think you was just like. I mean, that was pure evaluation. Effort throwing up in the air like this dude. Like you know, high ceiling. If he get healthy, we ain't gonna win nothing. Let him recover. Like I just like I just didn't see this at all. Like kind of, I'm like, okay, so they probably gonna go build yeah, like the next several teams, bro. The next like six, seven teams got like the next for pick. We have pick fourteen next with the Ravens, which we'll get yeah. to very shortly. But uh-huh. the next several teams, they have like they they want to at least compete. They they aren't in the same bucket as the Texans right now. Yeah, so that's why. That's, that's why I thought you want to, they would want a player who can like immediately come in and step in. That's why. No, but he got to. But see, no, he. But see, that's why I think this. This is one of my favorite picks. Before yeah. for a couple reasons. One, like you just said, Corday, nobody expected this, and the reason yeah. why is because you think of a number one. Because a lot of people think Jameson Williams is number one wide receiver in the in the class. There's yeah, a exactly. lot of people that think that. But mm-hmm. see, what Jordan did, which is to me brilliant, is that. Because he's coming off an ACL, he literally mm-hmm. just had the ACL injury. Yeah. I don't, I don't see him playing until maybe, maybe November, maybe. Normally yeah. ACLs, you know, you're looking at a, you know, year. What normally yeah. year, you know, maybe Nine a little bit recovery. Yeah, like uh, clear, but like then, clear. Right, yeah. but then you, 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 you pair him with a QB that just had a solid season. Solid, you know, better than what people expected, mm-hmm. better than some of the other QBs that went ahead of them, by the way. And you're preparing 
your next QB, just in case he doesn't play well this year, you're preparing your next because they had, like you said, like like Jordan said, if you if they have another high pick and they could draft the QB, they'll have he he already have his number one weapon. He would yeah. already have his number one weapon, bro. And that get and since he's on a sorry team, that gives mm-hmm. him this much time to rest instead yeah. of going to a team with a QB that's young or, or two years in or whatever it is that need a, or five years in whatever needs a weapon here and now. It just it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. he paired him with a team that literally could 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 wait for him because they're not they're yeah. not expecting to win right now. It's a brilliant yeah. for me. I that was great, Jordan. Great job, Thank you, bro. bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's right, great how you break it down and everything. I'm just like, this was the shocker of shocks. That's why. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. They may not, they may not think the same way I do, but if I yeah. was sitting here as the GM, if I'm if I'm Nick Casario, yeah, right, who's got a scouting background and all that, and this is what he's doing, and yeah. you know, this this is just this is how I would do it. Like I would just because of all that, like like you like if, if like the Ravens up next, the Eagles, like if we sit here, it's Thanksgiving. And he's iffy. There's going to be that pressure to put him in, right? But if it's Thanksgiving and we the Texans, and it's ain't it's, nobody because <laughs> it's Thursday night football, Texans Jags. You know what I mean? It's like come on. So they anyway, love throwing that Texans Jags or when the Titans was trash, it was Titans Jags on Thursday Titans, night Jag- football. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just this, this is this just make this is a spot where he can go rehab and he either helps the dude they got or like yeah josiah echoed it too or he helps the next guy yeah, yeah. so Great pick. Great that's where pick. i'm at with it uh we gotta keep the draft we gotta keep the draft moving you know how you how we do we gotta go into right, detail right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move to yeah, 14 you just shocked now. me with that bro you just my bad you just no 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 no, no 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 your authentic reaction came through that's why yeah. that's, that's why you full-time on this show bro we you here for your full <laughs> authentic reaction don't ever apologize for that yeah uh, we got the ravens coming up here at 14 right now Josiah, you're on the board for Henry's Ravens. Nah, Where are you man. going right now? You know, it's crazy. I didn't even talk. To, the last time, I mean, me and Henry talked, but we haven't talked about lately as far as who he who he really wants and, and whatnot. Um, I know where they can go and what they need. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. There's two players that I really want for this team. I'm going to go with the player that I think is going to help the QB the most just because he's on that offensive side of the ball. And that is Tyler Linderbaum. Ooh, center out of Iowa. Yeah, out of Iowa. Um, Okay. I was close going somewhere else. I really wanted to go somewhere else. But, you know, and this, you know, I'm not going to take too much time up, but this just Lamar Jackson, man, uh, he had a down year last year. I think this is a huge year. You know, the offensive line didn't block that well for him. I know the weapons, again, it just seemed like it's another question mark with the weapons. They just drafted Rashad Bateman. I get it. The injury, I get it. I get it. Now they need somebody else. This is a deep class. It's somebody they can grab mid-rounds. So we'll see how that go. But it all starts, like we talked about, Corday Jordan, early on into this, this mock draft. It starts in the trenches. And um, they could use offensive line help. They offer they and you know I could have I could have went tackle here. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give Ronnie Stanley another. I, he didn't really. He just been injured. He's been injury prone, yeah. man. And, and I could have went somewhere else with this, but I want to give him another year. You know, I think they just lost one of their centers. They picked up. I forgot the guy's name that they picked up, but I think Tyler Linderbaum, Linderbaum, bro, is just somebody that you know not only could. 
play center, you can move him at guard as well. And he's just somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, what I mean, he he's 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 he has high IQ. Somebody that could pick he picks up the blitzes really, really well. He blocks really well. It don't matter if it's run blocking, pass blocking, you know, he seems to really have his good, you know, his chemistry with his QBs. I think he's a day one, week one starter. Oh, for sure. I I think Mm -hmm. he starts, you know, I think this is a good spot for him to go. It may be a little, I mean, the center, you know, some people, centers go in the first round, you know, um, they don't go in the top 10 or anything like this. So it might be a little high because this is four picks after the top 10 and 14. But I just think, man, when, when you, when, when it's a, you need, you have a few needs, you have a few players that you can go with. If it comes down, at least for me, when it comes down to protecting your QB, the player and, and and the player that, especially for the Ravens, the player that's really going to make like the, that offense go, I think you need to go that route. And that's where I'm gonna go with this one right here, man. With with center Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa uh, for the Ravens. Moving us on to 15, we're gonna go with fifth pick 15 here, Corday. <clears throat> Philadelphia for them screaming yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah. Uh, um, that was a good, solid pick, Josiah. Uh, you shocked the world, uh, Jordan, with your pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. Uh, and I think they'll be the second team to do this where they took uh, three receivers. Uh, in three straight years, the last thing to do was the Lions, but two of those dudes just wasn't that good. And Charles Rogers and you sat all down, bro. No, I sniped easy money sniper coming through. Nah, nah, nah. I was, my bad. I, I'll start looking at the playoff game. I'm in the background. My he bad. I got sound sucky. <laughs> nah, no, no, because I'm thinking too. I'm thinking too about like because you know, like because uh. Because you took Tyler Lindenbaum, right, the center, and I'm just thinking too. I'm just like, I was like, what other position will my team normally might take, right? I know and where to go. Yeah, I hope. Like, because Tyler Lindenbaum, I could have seen us taking that, but then I'm like, okay. Then we picked up dudes and signed them in like free agency and signed uh, Hassan Riddick. So I'm like, I can't not do the trenches, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna take Drake London, big body receiver. Mm, uh, I like that one. Mm. He will compliment uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, we can keep Jalen Rager specifically on cut, uh, punt returns and kick returns for that dude trash. And you I just think try, you, you, know try to, you don't try to get him in there and like use him any any other way. Who Rager? Oh Rager for what? For, for who? who? For what? For yeah. what? Ricky Waters said for who? For what? Oh, like, like, no, like, yeah, it's like obviously like I like I like London. I do think he's a great compliment, like you said to yeah. Devonte to Devonte yeah. Smith. But like you don't use like Rager to see if he could just be like that vertical guy, like get deep. He can't I mean, we, we can, yeah, exactly. He dropping, he dropping, you know, dropping past like Aguilar, you know. <laughs> you got to earn his spot. I'd set him at it, No, exactly. Exactly. Him him, and Ortega Whiteside, who moving to tight end all of a sudden, which is weird as hell. Uh, yeah, because he, he trash. Uh, bring back Fogum, who was who had more receptions and receiving yards than, in one game than he had in two years. Uh, anyway, let's not get sidetracked. Uh, Drake London. I feel like it's a great uh, addition to our team. Uh, the size definitely go like uh, I'm always a believer in the uh, you want your receiver court of like a basketball team. Yeah, you know? Kyle Shanahan quote. I'm in 100 percent agreement. Yeah, uh, K 
I got it from Bucky Brooks, but that's dope. That's dope too. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely basketball team. So Drake London, big, uh, tall body, uh, jump ball, uh, high point catches, things like that. So I'm going with Drake London. Uh, not sad. Kid. It was just uh, I was just shocked that and felt bad for Jameson Williams going to the Texans because that's a mess over there. So Drake London to my Eagles. Uh, I'm really liking this pick. Didn't think he would fall as far either, too. Right. Josiah, you as a resident USC guy, what's your thoughts on London going to Philly? I like it. I like it a lot, man. I I mean, you know, I think if you're going to stay with Jalen Hurts and, you know, I think you one of you guys mentioned it, uh, it's a perfect compliment to Devontae Smith, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I I think. And then Drake being a big type of body wide receiver, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're not that accurate, that helps out. Those, yeah, those that catch radius, bro. Yeah. It, it really doesn't. He, he dominates that fifty to fifty ball. My only mm-hmm. concern with him is that Achilles. That it's not like the ACL. I get it. I get it. He still hasn't ran his forty time. I don't think yet. He's so I. Yeah, I'm concerned. The speed we know he doesn't yeah. have. We know he don't have that. But now it's if is is he okay? Can he? I mean, yeah. when is he going to be ready to play? I think yeah. again that just it's not really about talent with. Him and Jameson, it's just about the injuries. If and that's why, again, real quick, <laughs> not to make you mad again, Gordon, but no. that's why I really like that James because he gets the rest. And again, going over here yeah. with, with with the Eagles, they're gonna they're gonna be expecting him to play kind of soon. I don't know if it's gonna be week one or nothing like that, but they're going to be expecting him to get on the field pretty soon if that is the pick. But um, healthy wise, man, he he just dominated, bro. I mean. Yeah. You look at his numbers, a thousand, what is it, a thousand plus yards, mm-hmm. uh, the catches, the, and, and it's just what he was able to do in a short amount of time. I think, what, what yeah. was it, eight games? How many games was yeah, it? It was eight games. It was eight, eight games. games, bro. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Real, so I, real quick. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Was it the Achilles or did he break his ankle? I thought he broke his ankle. Not oh, his the ankle. I think his ankle. Yeah, his ankle. ankle. Yeah. My fault. Good question yeah. on that. Yeah, the ankle. Um, but it's not again ankle Achilles. They're, they're not yeah. like the ACL. ACL yeah. for the most yeah. part is closer to a year or a year uh, yeah. for recovery. You know, so yeah. he will be ready. I I would think sooner than Jamison. Um, but again, how soon? Because you know the Eagles, we're we're expecting some some things from y'all. You know, I I like what y'all was able to do at the end of the you know or probably mid season end of the season. Y'all was you know closing out, but Jalen hasn't proven. To me, yet I think the defense played better. The run game yeah. got better. Everything around him got better. Got better, yeah. <laughs> you know, as a QB, yeah. yeah. So I, so you know, th- this is uh, where he needs to work. Where, where, where at least you guys would be expecting him to play kind of soon, as far as Drake, if y'all were to draft him. So, yeah, I do like to pick Jordan. To answer your question. I'm just mm-hmm. concerned with injury. Yeah, no, makes sense. I'm 100 percent with it. 100% with it, and I've had them mock uh, Drake London there just because we've talked about what what <laughs> limitations that Jalen Hurts has, and some of it's like anticipation, knifing it through windows, but if you can get a guy to where it's just like you get that one-on-one, right. and he's out there on the edge, we saw him take those chances when he had Alshon Jeffrey, mm-hmm. who was a little bit more vertical mm-hmm. than Drake. Mm-hmm. I think Drake is much more polished, a better yeah. route runner than Alshon is. Mm-hmm. And he might, and I think he's got probably like better, maybe not like he's he's equally as good in the jump ball, but I think his radius from a lateral plane is better than where you would see Alshon. So that's why I really like that that grab right there with Drake London. We'll move to our last pick sitting here at number 16 
in the Cover Zero mock draft. And our last pick before a break, I should say. Okay. <laughs> this is the halfway point right now. Sitting here at 16, the New Orleans Saints are on the clock. GM Mickey Loomis, his first year without Sean Payton. Going to have Dennis Allen head coach this team. And they still got some needs that are very much, they don't, their roster is still very good, but I think they have needs at quarterback, obviously wide receiver. And since getting rid of Teron Armstead, which kind of surprised me, right. That just, that, that really shocked me. It's just him going. I just always assumed he was going to be over there for the saints, killing people that left an opening at your left tackle spot. They still have Ryan Ramchek, still got Cesar Ruiz. Working in there in the interior area with Eric McCoy and Andres Pete, but they're going to need another tackle. They're going to need a wide receiver. So, really, in this spot where I would honestly go, just I'm going to pick one of my other guys right here. And I don't, this is just, this is really honestly where I go. I like this dude a lot. I talked about him a little bit earlier today in our group chat. I'm going to make that replacement with that tackle, especially someone like Jameis, if you're going to use him this year as your quarterback who likes to hold on to the ball a little bit longer, look downfield. You need to invest in the offensive line just in general to re- be able to bolster back up a position of strength. I'm going to grab Bernard Ryman. Mm. tackle out of Central Michigan and see if, you know, wherever he can fit in. They've had Ramchak over there playing the right side. Usually the veteran is not going to move over for the rookie. So, and Ryman has a long-standing career. Well, not, I don't want to say long-standing career because I want to say this dude came in as a Bernard Ryman came in as a tight end when he went to Central Michigan. He was like a right. He was a um he was an exchange student from Austria, and when he got over there, he started like as soon as he just dropped in at tackle after being a tight end, he spent a summer eating seven thousand calories a day, and just looked so natural as a tackle right off the bat, and just being able to drop him in there, playing him in the dome, playing him in that scheme. They're going to have the same offensive coordinator, even though Sean Payton is gone. They're going to be able to have the same offensive coordinator that they've had for so long. And Pete Carmichael, who's going to adapt a lot of the same traits and principles that Sean Payton did. I don't know how much he's going to really deviate. Probably not that, not that drastic. But I think investing in, in your offensive line when you have pieces everywhere else and considering this draft, as we have talked about, it's deep enough for you to be able to scoop up a wide receiver later on, especially because they pick again here in two picks anyway. Right, right. So, and the class is deep. <laughs> the class is deep. I just think when I look at the rest of the receivers still on the board, I could go him, I could go him, I could go him. But when I look at the best tackles on the board, that's where I start to see a little dip. So I'll be I'll be okay with one of three receivers cut falling to the Saints over here if I'm if I'm sitting here at Loomis at at number sixteen to grab Ryman and just grab whatever receiver I want at nineteen when I roll back around in the first round. So Bernard Ryman, tackle out of Central Michigan, going number 16 to the Saints. We will be right back after a break. Welcome back to the Cover Zero podcast, the 2022 mock draft special. We are halfway through the first round in typical Cover Zero fashion, taking an hour to get through 16 picks. But, you know, we're, give, we're given the deep analysis that we need along with the 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 reactions to crazy picks and great picks as well. What would it be without both sides of the yin and the yang? But now we're going to move to number 17. The Chargers are on the clock. But before we do that, I'm going to give you guys a quick recap as to where we are right now in this draft. Number one, Aiden Hutchinson going to the Jaguars, the edge rusher out of Michigan. Trayvon Walker, number two to the Lions. Ikea Kwanu to the Texans. Kayvon Thibodeau, 
edge rusher out of Oregon to the Jets. Offensive tackle out of Alabama, Evan Neal goes to the Giants. The Panthers select another tackle, Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Ahmad Garner, the first non-trench player, cornerback out of Cincinnati going to the Giants. The Falcons select Garrett Wilson to do something to that wide receiver core. The Seattle Seahawks attempt to replace Russell Wilson, grabbing Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty. Derek Stingley, the much maligned and polarizing corner out of LSU, goes number 10 to the Jets. Kyle Hamilton, once considered a very, 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 very top prospect, top three arguably falls all the way to 11, snagged by the commanders there. Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington, going number 12 to the Vikings. Jamison Williams, Jamison Williams, what? <laughs> number 13. Going to Alabama, the speedster dealing with an injury, wide receiver, falling over there to the Texans, number 14. The Ravens select Tyler Linderbaum to be able to sure up a position in need to protect Lamar Jackson, able to function well, how the Ravens play. Drake London, number 15, wide receiver out of USC, big body guy, nice compliment to their receiving core, going to really be able to give to give Jalen Hurts another option. And then lastly, right before the break, Bernard Ryman's tackle out of Central Michigan going to the Saints. We now come to number 17 here with the Chargers. Josiah, you are on the board here to these MFs that went and just stacked the freaking monsters on their squad in the AFC West. Man, give give these dudes freaking like here. Let, let me go down. Let me go down the draft board here. Give these dudes. I'm really like, thinking, bro. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. somebody at the bottom. Debian Butler, linebacker, Arizona State. Nice pick, bro. I love it. I love it. Yeah, do that. Somebody, hey, man, real, real talk. Name that ain't even on the list, man. <laughs> I think, hey, real talk. This charter stacked up and got a lot of stuff, hey. but I still think they're gonna finish last in the division. I'm, I'm be honest. What? Well, well, hey, hey, that, I, I know we could really go in on that right now. I know we could. <laughs> we got division previews. <laughs> I, just, I just thought y'all would like to hear that. I just thought y'all like to hear that. That's I did. Actually, I did though. I, I did. Yeah. That 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 shocked me. That was more yeah. shocking than the uh, Jameson Williams in Texas. I, That's okay. true. That is true. <laughs> that that is true. <laughs> um, man, this is tough. Man, this is uh, for me. I don't, how, how did I end up on the charges again? I know I'm the one. I did this to myself. All right, look, man. Let me look, man. This Charger team is stacked. There's a perfect. There's two players, and I even, you know, everybody, all the listeners know I'm a diehard Raider fan. And you know, this is tough. This is tough for me right now, you know, because I, I see what they was able to do in free agency. You know what I'm saying? And there's a couple players that I can go. I can go either either or in the same position. But I'm going to go with who I got number one because it just makes more sense. I'm going to go with Jordan Davis here, Bro, man. Get this Davis. motherfucker. Bro. Oh, my God. Man, I know. I know. I had my head down when I said it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta I, be my real. I love it. I love it. You got to be real. I love it. Jordan, Jordan Davis, man. Uh, you know, the snap count, obviously, I think is the, the most concerning. But. I just think what this dude is able to do, you've seen the speed. This is when I do take the 40 time. I this is when I do take it in 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 advantage. Not not just to be, I mean, you know, anybody could, you know, run a four a, a fast 40 and you know, wide receivers corners or whatever. We're shocked. Oh, four, two, four, you know, four, three, whatever. Before a D lineman, what was it again? Four, 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 seven, seven, eight. Four, four seven, seven, eight. 
That's six just crazy eight. for 300, 330 pounds. 330 pounds, bro. It's just insane. And you know, I mean, they I know they added, they added some defensive linemen. We 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 talked about it recently. I, it just seemed like real recent here. We talked about their defensive line and who they added in Joseph Day. And I will say this. You know, they're putting most of these guys at, at nose tackle. There's another guy who I feel like played nose tackle a little bit better than Jordan Davis. But I feel like Jordan Davis is the better overall player on the defensive line, period, when it comes down to the guys that I have listed. Because I got Jordan Davis ranked number one as far as on the D- DTs, NT, yeah. nose tackles. I got him ranked number one. But, I, yeah, this, this guy here, man, I just think it really just adds to that D-line, man. This, this, this chart, to me, to me, this team is the most talented by far. It's not, there's, there's a couple positions they could add. You know, um, they could go right tackle. I didn't really like. There's, you know, there's some right yeah. tackles I see that I yeah. – one player I really have on my list that I'm high on that I mentioned, but I think this would be too high for, for that player to go. So, you know, if we – if there was a such thing of of, of us doing a, a a round two or something like that, and that player was available, I would go. I, then that's when I would consider it, but or I would draft them. But here I'm going best player available, and also a need at you know as well, you know. And, and I think somebody ready to start day one or at least be a a uh, um, rotational player for sure. You know, defensive tackles, defensive line is always getting. You know, they're always rotating. You know, uh, so. Yeah, this right here, Jordan Davis, for sure, the Chargers, it just adds to Khalil Mack now who they have, Joey Boza, they got J.C. Jackson in the back, you know, um, Derwin James, obviously, you know, he stay healthy. This defense is stacked, bro. I, I think this is the most talented team in the FC West, period. It's not even close. It's they, not even Yeah, close. they have the most big, like, the most big <laughs> names, the most people that everybody's going to be gravitating yeah. towards and familiar with. And the thing with grabbing Jordan Davis here, Brandon Staley, Mr. Too High. He just, he believes yeah. in too high safeties. We Don't care for the run. Past. Right. Yeah. And then so we saw it last year. We saw it last year to a point to where they didn't have guys that could defend the run on the front four. And that was a huge problem for them. But now if they go and they grab, like you said, Khalil Mack, you pair that with Sebastian Joseph Day. And yeah. then you drop this freaking behemoth in the middle of that trench. Bro, that is scary. That's a lot to yeah, deal bro. with. Like, scary. you could just slant this dude straight into the interior, pick the A gap, and he's going to eat up two bodies and maybe just Easy, pancake bro. them in the process. Easy. And like, he's opening. Right. My fault. My fault. No, no, you're good. Uh, that was, that was yeah. all I was going to say. Like, he's going to pancake them in the process. Like, damn. I don't want to see that twice a year minimum. <laughs> right, bro. Right. And people would be thinking, we're biased. You know what I'm saying? This is a perfect example right here, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, when mm-hmm. I look at my board and who I have available and what they need and what will make their team better, this player right here, hands down. And and I thought by I, I really thought that uh, you know, maybe they were gonna go with the next pick. I don't know. But I thought Corday was gonna go here with his mm-hmm. uh with, with his 15th pick. That's what I thought, you know. So you know, this mm-hmm. right here, though, is, is yeah, I, I think this, if, if he can fall this far, which he could, this, this he could, could. happen. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Ravens, this, this who, by the way, just to let y'all know, this is where I was at, Tyler or Jordan for the uh, for the Ravens. Um, they lost. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to go back. You know, we already picked for them, but, yeah. you know, that's where I was at with them. But, 
yeah, he fell here and, you know, makes sense. So, yeah, it's going to uh, be tough now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Josiah, I got to say, uh, if he if you didn't pick him, I was going to take him next. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, definitely, uh, I could have definitely seen him going <laughs> to the Ravens. Uh, just reminds me of uh, big man Cody when they drafted him out of uh, Alabama years ago. Uh, I, I definitely would have saw because uh, especially because the Ravens believe in big dudes yeah. coming off the bus and just having big, nasty guys. I definitely could have saw Jordan Davis. Uh, oh, Davis I mean, yeah, he fits in that that yeah, Tony Saragusa, the yeah. Sam Adams, yeah. the, yeah. the Williams yeah. wall, and the, the Pierce. Yeah. Like Rody Nada. You know, Rody like, Nada, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he's he he's there. Like, he just yeah. – he, he is – he just fit. Like, he's just such a force yeah. in the middle of the defensive line. That you just plug this dude in. Imagine and... him. My bad. Sorry to cut you. No, you're good. You just plug this dude in and go. See. Imagine him and Calais Campbell next to each other. Just yeah. like. Just physical freaks. Just. It, like, that'd be like probably the first time somebody's probably like looking Calais Campbell almost in the eye, standing next to him. Like, dang, bro, you with a deep, that deep voice. Hey, bro, you almost as big as me or something like that. Just. Yeah. Yeah, you almost you big know as what? Me. The reason. And I. It's just, that's why it was tough. That's why it was real tough because yeah. it's that everything that we just brought up, but then it's the Lamar Jackson deal. When are we, when is it going, when is it his fault? You know, because a lot of people now we're starting, a lot of people now are starting to say, okay, yeah, he messed up on this or he's turned yeah. over the ball too much, but yeah. still, well, the offense line wasn't too good. Oh, well, he still needs weapons. Oh, well, he still yeah. needs, I mean, all these things he still needs and he's coming up on his contract, you know, where it's becoming where he is. What, what, what are they going to do with his with him? And and yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I think he's proved enough. Yeah, I think they got to keep him. He's proved enough, but I'm just saying, though, I mean, he, he you know, he hasn't looked the same in the last two years. That's true. This so is true. Yeah. I want to give him the most help. So yeah. it was tough. It was, it was, uh, okay. and look, look how this worked. You know, I end up not picking him for the Ravens and he goes to the rivals. So I mean, yeah. that's just hey, crazy how that worked. But yeah, yeah. crazy. It's all just like, Honest, you know what I'm saying? No biasness, just just yeah, straight the best pick for that team. If you were in that chair, Mm -hmm. gotta respect it. I'm gonna move now to 18. Corday, you're back on the clock for your Eagles. Uh, man, uh, can't can't. So, honestly, I know I gave a big reaction to Jameson Williams earlier. I'm actually more about mad about the size pick because I was like, yo, Jordan Day was falling. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we resigned Fletcher Cox to a one-year deal. He only going to play right, 30 bro. Hey. <laughs> Like, I'm over here. Him, bro. I swear you was yeah. going to pick him over there early uh, the early rounds at 15. I just I, I just saw, like, a bunch of – I thought more of the receivers would have went by now. So that's why I grabbed him. And Jordan Davis, I was just like, yo, he going to keep falling. So that's why – I went receiver over uh, the tackle. But, yeah, I was definitely hoping that he was going to fall because I'm just like, Fletcher Cox, mother, the other guy who was uh, who went, who was like almost votes for uh, all pro when Jordan kept updating all pro votes and stuff. I'm like, man, we, it's going to be a nasty deal. I saw Reddick, Sweat. I'm like, and he took him. So now I'm like kind of scrambling. Um I still, but, I still think Jordan got the best. I, 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 not to be biased. I think I'm second. No, no bias. Yeah, but I think yeah, Jordan yeah. with that Texans, that Jameson Williams, I, I got that number one. My honest opinion. But yeah, yeah, I, I, that was Damn, nice. Thank you. Let's go. 
Yeah, you shocked the hell out of me with that. I was just like, what? I didn't see that coming at all. Um, so I think. Uh, uh, I got. Can y'all just draft a linebacker and get it over with? Yeah, get it over with, huh? Like, come on. Uh, like, that's, y'all that's, linebacking court do. is doo doo trash. Like, come on, uh, bro. That's what I want to do. How is that like Howie's linebacker? That's really dope. Staring okay, you in the face. Me drafted. If it's me drafted, it's you drafted, bro. Who's picking? Kobe Dean. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying the Kobe Dean. I'm going to Kobe. Are you Dean. going to Kobe Dean? Kobe, I would. Win. Or all right, nope, no. Not a card is in. Your card is in, bro. The no, yeah, no. I mean, I was like, nah, yeah. I was saying the Kobe card Dean. Card is Kobe, yeah, the Kobe Dean. Already crossing right, out. We, we, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna do it. We gonna help you out. Who do you want? Is this your <laughs> final answer? I'm a Regis filming you. You lucky, bro. <laughs> I would cross the card is in. No, I'm a, I'm a still. I'm going to go to Kobe Dean. Nicole Dean, Dean. Kobe in. Dean. Linebacker out of Georgia. Why did you pick him? Uh, he was a leader of that defense. And then also smarts, instincts. Like, I know teams don't value. Cause he's, like, undersized, right? But yeah. say he reminds people of Jonathan Vilma. That was, like, one of the he, – he commanded that hurricane defense, which was elite. Also, we had D'Amico Ryans a few years ago who, uh, who was undersized as well. He was only six foot, like 230. And I think it's something about we need a leader for this defense, instincts, a bunch of stuff like that. Like, and I think like Quay Walker, who could have been the other guy, right? But I just think he reminds me of a lot of other guys who we already kind of have, like Hassan Reddick, who he could cover, but then he can rush. But I figure like we already have those kind of guys already on the team. So okay. I'm going to Kobe Dean, like pure off the ball. Coverage leader coming in probably gonna have the dot behind him on the back on the, on his helmet. Gonna get that green dot, green dot. Like so, yeah, that's why I take him. And I love Jonathan Vilma. I love him in Miami and in the Jets. And when he went to New Orleans, and Everybody my barber uh, who doesn't know the green dot means that's who's mic'd up on the defense and who's gonna be yeah. the person that has the calls going through him. That as yeah. as uh, Corday was saying, organizing it all. Just for those listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. We're coming back to 19 right now with the Saints. I'm worried, man. I, I think Jordan's going to take a player that, 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 I, that I want to take, but we're going to see. We're gonna so see. the Saints are back on the <laughs> clock right now, and I said earlier as I kind of tabled it that I want to take Bernard Ryman. I might be a little bit higher on him, but I wanted to stir up that tackle spot. They did that. Now the offensive lines, you know, we got, we got, our, we got our guys. We'll have to see how he pans out, but I'm pretty confident he'll be a, a bit solid player over there. But we need somebody in this receiving core to be able to just <laughs> add some justification to it. And there's two to three guys I'd be looking at here, but one in particular I think fits the Saints really well, which is where they're at right now. And let's say that Michael Thomas gets out of his feelings and whatever else it is that he's involved Something, in right, right, and, right, and right, comes right. back to play for the Saints this year. Right. And let's just say, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's table that he does that. I think this guy adds a great compliment to to Michael Thomas and would really also help Jameis Jameson Williams or James Williams help help Jameis Winston out. Help Jameis Winston out in terms of his ability to just kind of do everything from a polished standpoint. He's fast. I would argue he's at worst the second best route runner in this class. Oh yeah. At worst the second best route runner in this class. 
Okay. And he would also be another person who was a Buckeye, just like yep. Mr. Michael Thomas. Chris yep. Olave going yep. at 19 to the New Orleans Saints. Give them that speed guy. Give them someone who can execute the vertical tree where Jameis likes to throw the ball into that intermediate area. And I think Olave can get there out of the slot, can get there from the numbers, especially if you have somebody on the opposite side of him to take the pressure off and Michael Thomas and add a compliment to Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. So Chris Olave going number 19 to the Saints. Great piece. Was, um, was that how you thought, Jay? No, no, that's not what I thought. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm good with that I one did. right there. <laughs> you you thought that one? That that's a good one, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, I was saying that either. in the box too. So yeah, I, I might they be. Like, they love Ohio State products. Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I wonder if, if going, I'm the highest on Olave out of all of us. I got Olave at number. Where do I have my receiver ranking here? Oh, I have a lave. I have a lave at four. I got him at six. Okay, yeah, I got him at six. I I like him. I like him. It, it's it, again. This is just a deep class. It's, it's nothing. It's it's not about him. It's more so what I think the other wide receivers can do better. You know, mm -hmm. but that's just my. You know, that's just my own evaluation. Yeah, it's just where you at on him. Yeah, yeah you know. But I think it's a great pick though, because again, though, if you're gonna roll with Jameson uh, or James Winston. You know, you, you need the speed. And we've seen him be able to throw the deep ball. If anything, if anything about Winston is he's able to chuck the ball down deep. That, I mean, that is a fact. And and you get the fastest. Was he the fastest? I think he was the fastest, he, right? I think uh, him and Gary. Taekwon, Taekwon Washington or Ty, the, the little guy. Yeah, so, he was a, the guy who was like projected to go in the fourth, who was like four two something. He was the only oh, one to yeah. crack like four two. It was two guys who ran four. It was like a corner, a and corner some other and guy him. Who was going late. Yeah, he's okay. real little, but man, he yeah. was. Because yeah. I know, was, I think Olave was, was third. Okay, well, at four three, or oh. like four three, like four three two. Yeah, because he Gary when he first ran at the combine, it showed like four two eight. And it was like, mm -hmm. what? Everyone didn't know he had burners like that, but then they then they like adjusted the time or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being like four three two, like low four threes though. That's which right. is and still burning. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good pick. You know, it, I think it fits Winston style, especially if you're going to stick with him as a QB. Uh, where I'm going to, well, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. go ahead, go ahead, go to it, go to it. You sitting here? We going down to number twenty, the Steelers. Who do you got? Yeah, number twenty. Uh, I'm gonna go with a QB here, man. A QB, the first QB. Well, no, the second, the second. second QB to come off the board here, and the QB that I think is the best in the class. Period. He ain't. He ain't really got to travel for, bro. He can walk. Week one, yeah, bro. Week one, he don't got to travel far. He can literally. You know where I'm going. He <laughs> didn't even You know where I'm going. He, he played in that stadium. He, he played, played in that stadium. stadium. Yeah, he gonna get you. That's all he got to do. Yeah, Man, can he pick it easy? Yeah. Easy money. Easy yeah. money. Yeah. This is, you know what, out of all the picks, man, you know, I was hoping that this dude fell because I know what I've been hearing, and and from what I've been hearing, they're more interested in Malik uh, Willis. And that's cool. Yeah, that's fine because yeah. they have a QB there, Mitchell Trubisky, who none of us really like, but somebody that can get them through the season, you know, because that, that team just, 
you know, they just know how to win football games. They know how to stay yeah. in it, you know, regardless of who the QB is. Mike Tomlin is mm-hmm. one of the greatest coaches of all time, not just in the league now. One Absolutely. of all time. And they will be okay with him sitting for a year. However, with somebody like Kenny, who I think can start week one, I think it's a, a better option for them. Now, now maybe that's a smoke screen from what I'm hearing as far as, you know, them being really interested in Malik Willis or whatever. But maybe maybe it really is Kenny. I don't know. But I think Kenny is the guy for them. Like Jordan just said, don't got to go far, walking distance, come right over Pittsburgh. We need a QB. We got some pieces for you to throw to. You know, offensive line, the side we just added, you know, James Daniels, who was one of the better guards, if not the best guard in free agency. We got a solid running back already and Najee Harris. Defense is not too bad. I like I, I this is to me is a perfect fit. This, this by far. I mean, from college to pros, it don't get yeah. too much, you know, perfect than this. Uh with a great head coach, great organization, you know, somebody uh, organization that doesn't, you know, um they 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 choose wisely as far as with their their coaches, their QBs, and they seem to stick with them for a little minute. You know, um, it could be you know some of that is luck. You know, some of it is luck for sure. But you know, a lot of it too is just you know how good they are at their position or or yeah position, whether it's a coach or a player. You know, and um, here Kenny Pickett, QB, right here for Pittsburgh. And there he goes. I think I think he's the most. We talked about this on the last pod. He's the most. I would say day one ready of the QB class. So this kid's a guy that can really honestly push for Mitch. And if they maybe don't feel like he's ready day one, then well, he can kind of trot out Mitch out there and see what you got. I guess you know what I mean. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I think this this is a this is a this is a. I don't necessarily know if I would go here. I think if they do want to go QB, this works great to pick him at the end of the first mm-hmm. and, and give you time and what, a, and what, and for, in the case of for Kenny, what a spot to go to, like you were saying, Jay, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent organization. That's going to do everything to prop him up on both sides of the ball and just really prepare him to be a pro. So mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that respect, this is, we're going to see if Kenny can really make, get it done and what type of pro he will be because mm-hmm. they're going to put him in position to do so. We're going to move on to pick number 21. The New England Patriots drafting here right now. Have a few needs going right here. Corday, you are on the clock. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know um, Bill Belichick likes big dudes, uh, real big linebackers. Uh, uh, Tim Hightower, or Hightower, not Tim Hightower, but Hightower is not back. He's a free agent right now. A better way to replace them with a guy out of Georgia uh, and Quay Walker. Speed right there fits right there in the middle. Uh, can rush too, which usually uh, is what Hightower used to do. Uh, I think this thing he'll come in, fit right into that New England Patriots scheme. I am shocked with that pick. Really? I'm shocked. Okay. I, that's just me. I am shocked. My number one linebacker is still on the board. He's still sitting there, but oh, yeah, yeah, my number one linebacker is still there. But we all know how Bill has his way of drafting and mm-hmm. likes his guys yeah. a certain way. There yeah. was another dude that's still on the board that I think is just 
if he lands at 21 and hasn't been selected, I don't even think I don't even think that Bill takes the linebacker. I think he takes this other guy. I know this is sounding very cryptic, but I just I, I think they would I don't know. I, I think this other dude would be just like he reminds me of a Patriot so much just with the who he is as a prospect. But I'll unveil him when and if he does go in the first round when it gets there. But more more on on why Quay Walker specifically him. Uh, I think his size and his build uh, just reminds reminds me of a uh, high tower, versatile. I uh, can rush the edge. It just it just seems like because I'm thinking Kirby Smart too uh, under Nick Saban. That's why like so like yeah, um, that's that's basically kind of why like mm-hmm. Sab- like he loves Belichick loves Saban guys, but then Kirby Smart under him. So that's why I was thinking that way. Okay, okay, I can see like, that. There's then. certain guys so I remember before. Before he used to like draft a lot of saving guys, he would draft a lot of Florida guys. Those are like certain certain areas where like, all right, I just that's where I just go specifically and pull from like those kind of teams, you know? Mm-hmm. So Quay Walker, the linebacker out of Georgia, goes to the Patriots. We will move then to pick number twenty-two right now. The Green Bay Packers. This pick right here is in lieu of the Devontae Adams trade. This is why the Packers are picking up right here, right now. And there's a couple of different ways they could go. They need they need some offensive line. I feel like they also need a wide receiver, of course, losing Devontae Adams, as I, as I was just talking about. But they also might be able to try to add a couple of pieces on the defense here just to try to assure up what's going on over there. This is a tough spot with just how the drafts unfolded with this Packers team. I'm looking at the board. I just think <laughs> I'm going to have to go. <laughs> There's a couple. But the, last, the last time I was wrong, so I could be wrong on this. I could be wrong. <laughs> this is a tough one. Because the Packers pick again at 28, I'm not going wide receiver. Because they're still, as I said, we keep saying, I'm not going, I mean, Deep class. They'll be good. It's Aaron Rodgers. He always makes receivers better. So, but who else That's do it? He likes them. It, Sorry. Uh, this to is, oh, you, you're right. This is true. This is true. <laughs> he, 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 may not like, he may not like the shape of their ear or something. I don't Cause, know. Because there was only one dude he liked these last few years. This, oh, the guy that played for, for the Raiders? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The best receiver the in the league? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, most most quarterbacks would like the best receiver in the league. Yeah, so but I, I gotta I gotta stop the slide for this guy. It's not it's a slide that's not necessarily as big for for me personally, but like the consensus board has him much higher than this. He would have already been gone, but I think he fits here with how multiple this Green Bay defense is, and just kind of the situation that they're in right now. They let Z- Zadarius Smith is no longer there. Yeah. Preston Smith signed what, what what Preston Smith's deal really is is a two year deal. And I think this guy can either function in the interior on pass rushing downs and function on the edge on just about any down. And so I'm going to go George Karloftis. Mm. Oh, okay. To Green Bay. Mm. He plays with power. He's an edge setter. He's not someone that you, that that he's not, let me put it this way. He's someone that if the three of us were to sit, sit back and really like, like, you know, watch him as a pro and what he's going to become, we would have a greater appreciation for him than maybe just the people that want to see big-time splash plays. This is part of the reason why I think he may have fell to this point in the draft. 
the consensus big board that exists for that uh they put up on the athletic where they added up 70 lists of the top 300 prospects and they did an average of it Arif Hassan put the math together and right now George Karloftis on this board is number 17 and so he ends up falling here to the Packers at this spot at number 22 so Really, for them to be able to scoop him up here, I don't necessarily think if they were, but we've seen similar slides here before. But I think with his play style, like I was talking about the versatility between the outside and the inside defensively, I think that works, and I think that helps, and he pairs really well with what they want to do in the trenches. So I'm going to go ahead and grab the edge out of Purdue, George Karloff, to the Packers. All right. Okay. 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 Move things along right here. Pick number 23. We have the Cardinals on the clock. Josiah, mm. who are you going to grab for AZ? Well, I'm about to grab this wide receiver right here who I think, you know, I, you know, CJ is crazy because CJ was the one that put me on game with him, man. And, and as soon as I got to really watch him, you know, out of Arkansas, I just thought, he reminded me so much of Debo Samuel, you know, and if, if you know, there's a few, Jordan, you're one of them, CJ uh, Henry is another one. Um, he's somebody I was real big on coming out of South Carolina. And this dude here, I feel like can really do it all. I, I think what's really holding Traylon Burks back is really what, what people, I, well, I can't even say holding back because we don't know yet. We'll know in the next few hours and whatnot where he goes but from what i'm hearing from the media outlets as far as his weight and where he may come in he comes out as you know at sometimes you know on the off season he comes in and he's out of shape or whatever it may be i think if if he can get that in control if that is true i think this dude can just do it all at the size he can do it at is what is the most impressive to me there's not one there's not one spot where you where you can't put him at. You know, you could put him at put him at the X, the Y. You know, you could put him back there. You know, as a running back. And I think at that size, you know, to be able to to run, to have his the, the ability to run the way he can at that size is is really really impressive. You know, and I think when you have a QB like Kyler Murray back there, you know, hopefully everything, you know. Everything is good with him, you know, obviously because he wants a new contract. But I think adding a weapon for that team, you know, you, you you still got Hopkins over there. You know, he's getting older. He's went through some injury, obviously, with the injuries and whatnot. But another weapon I think will, would really help Kyler Murray, would make him happy, you know, and would add to that offense. And would and definitely, I mean, the way Kingsbury is, you know, is how he likes to spread out his wideouts and, and how creative he is with his wideouts. I think Traylon Burks fits perfectly with this offense. So this is where I would go with um with the Cardinals. Grab Joe Boy. I wondered how long he was going to go. Wow. I was wondering that, too. I thought he was going to keep going. Hey. I see him going here. Traylon Burks? Mm-hmm. I have often in my mocks when I've done it by myself, just mocked him to the team that's on the clock right now, which Corday, you are needing to report to the podium and select for the team. Uh, the Dallas so, Cowboys, your second favorite yeah. team in the entire league. 
You need hey, to go don't ahead. You ever. Don't you, don't you, ever. <laughs> you know what? They are my second favorite team. Second favorite team to talk about. Second favorite team to get a lot of hype. Second favorite team to break every single one of the Cowboy fan hearts. So you know what? You are right, Jordan, because I <laughs> so much talk in the offseason just to break people's hearts. Um, and honestly, your last pick with um, the Packers, I actually thought you was going to take this guy. And I was like, oh, I know exactly who he's going for. Dang, I, I should have took him earlier. I didn't know he was going to go. Uh, and I'm going to take Jermaine Johnson. Dang. Man. Jermaine Johnson. Good pick, bro. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, he's taking him right, right here. Or I thought you were going to take another guy. And I was like, wow, Jermaine is still thought, here. Bro. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, I thought, I thought he, was he was going with him. Because uh, the board I got him on, they got him the ninth best player. So I thought he could have went way higher. Ninth in the draft. best? Yeah. That's Whoa. high. Like, like ninth high. best prospect? Prospect. Prospect. Yeah. Prospect? Yeah, that's high. That's high. Yeah, that's not, that's not As me. As a prospect, though, I have him. I, on my board, I got him fourth. So I got that's him a fourth edge rusher. Yeah, edge rusher. Just edge, not prospect. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, he's my. Yeah, he's my fourth edge as well. Well, no, he got to be. He's my fifth. I got, I got Carlotis. I got Carlotis ahead of him. When you chose George, I was like, oh, shit, Jermaine's still on here. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. (laughs) When he chose George, I I thought two guys who could have went in front of him because I'm hearing he's slipping because, like, he's like not super athletic, kind of stiff in the hips, but then, you know, and he's like a power guy too. So I was like, oh, he's still here, but yeah, I got. Uh, for this scheme, Jermaine Johnson's still available, which is funny because he transferred out of Georgia and blew it up in AC in the ACC, which is crazy. Uh, just to show like how deep Georgia's uh football team is. Like this guy was just sitting on the bench, but I think he tra- I think it was a transfer though. He transferred from JUCO there, then he was like shirted, and then he transferred to uh, uh Florida State and just mm-hmm. out. So yeah. This is a great value pick for the Cowboys, actually. This is, yeah. like, real good. Yep. Um, I was either thinking here or or possibly tackle because uh, a lot of Collins, they had to release him. Yep. But, yeah, I think this is a great pick for them. But uh, you don't want to reach. So I think that's what's really good with a lot of our picks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whoever you're high on. Yeah. yeah. You know, whoever you're high on, even if that's, like, a second, third need for them, mm-hmm. that's the best player available. Exactly. You know, so. Just depends how you do it, but yeah, I I like it. not like how they reach for ta- uh, what was it Taco Fall or not Taco Fall? That's that's basketball. Uh, Taco Taco, Taco Charlton. Charlton. No, Taco Charlton all those years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember when I watched yeah. that pick. I was like, who is this dude? His name's Taco. He came out of Michigan, right? Michigan. Yeah, he came out of Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, came out of Michigan. Yep. He now moved to number twenty-five. The Buffalo Bills are on the clock right here. Bills roster is looking pretty solid. They yeah. did end up losing Cole Beasley. In the off season, did end up also, yeah, that was he. He'd been a staple over there for a while, but yeah. they picked up Jamison Crowder, who has been a solid slot at times in yeah. his career, along with Isaiah McKenzie. So I think between Gabriel Davis, who can be a solid, you know, number three ish, whatever, whatever they want to call it, he was a monster in the AFC title game, and I still think that that showed them enough that he at least can be a complimentary piece within this offense from a pass-catching standpoint for Josh Allen. So I don't know in the first round if they want to go necessarily wide receiver. The offensive mm-hmm. line for them has some guys that 
are pretty solid. They retain Mitch Morris, brought over Roger Saffold from Tennessee, and still have Deion Dawkins. The only guy that they ended up losing was John Feliciano, who was formerly a Raider, who right. is no longer there anymore in the interior and has some functionality playing on the inside and outside. So not necessarily another area they need to necessarily attack, but they did lose Levi Wallace in the secondary to Pittsburgh. He has long mm-hmm. been the corner opposite of Tredavious mm-hmm. White. Okay. And as I look at the board right here, there's a guy that I have said that I like a lot, and I'll just say his name because we he may or may not be mentioned, but I'm going to say his name. Jalen Petrie has been my dude, dude, dude in this draft, but I specifically think his role is as a slot corner, and that's really where he would go. And so I don't necessarily know if they're going to want to go there because Teron Johnson is a solid slot corner. So I think right now, so they can avoid having to either pick between starting Siren Neal on the outside or Cam Lewis, I think they want to look at some guy who profiles more as an outside corner and has that ability within that defense for Sean McDermott. So with all that said, I got to go to my the guy that I have as the next best outside corner who I do also have a first-round grade on, and that's Andrew Booth out of Clemson. Mm. Andrew Booth out of Clemson. The only area and the one reason why I could see this not being something that Buffalo does is because Andrew Booth's weakness is he's not the best tackler he's not and that's something that this buffalo defense really prides themselves on leslie frazier being the defensive coordinator coming over from minnesota that's one of his mo's sean mcdermott being primarily a db coach himself he primes himself on that but i think andrew booth has the traits and the tools especially with his feet his feet are incredible i love his the way that this dude's feet work especially functioning in zone coverages which is so much of what he did over there in clemson and what does Sean McDermott like to do over there in Buffalo? They run a shit ton of zone. So I really think from that perspective, he fits very well. They have a lot of a lot of different draft capital and assets and even free agent capital and also and just so many other areas they've invested in the to the defensive interior and to the defensive op, the defensive line and pass rush and all that with Von Miller and Greg Rousseau and Ed Oliver and AJ Epinesa. I mean, we could go on and on and on. And so I don't necessarily think that's where they go in the first round. I don't think they want to do something to complement that secondary cornerback position. And Andrew Booth, I think, is the guy that, from a coverage standpoint, from just a skill set standpoint, can do that. So cornerback out of Clemson going number 25 to Buffalo, Andrew Booth Jr. There was one – speaking of corners, there was one corner I thought would I thought you might have had ahead of Andrew Booth. Well, at least – well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it, not sure, but there was one. There's one player I thought that you was gonna pick over Andrew Booth at corner. At corner, for sure. Is he, well, he's said, a hybrid? Hybrid? He's hybrid. Petrie? No, it's not Petrie. Okay, all right. I won't. I won't, I won't yeah. go any further. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I won't go any further. Than the guy that, that I thought about choosing, but I went the other route. Petrie, I just I love. It's like I said, the fit for Petrie doesn't like he if if they just wanted to go grab him and maybe force Teron Johnson to play on the outside. Then I think what you're doing is you're just kind of asking like two dudes to fit into a role where that may not be the best for them. Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to Ron Johnson or Petrie away from the line of scrimmage and on the outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the okay. only reason I didn't select Petrie. Okay. I mean, that's the only reason just because that's if, I, if I'm grabbing either of those dudes, they're playing in the box, they're playing close to the line of scrimmage, they're playing in the slot. So yeah. We then moved to number. Number 26 here, going towards the end of the draft, Josiah, the Titans. Who do you take? All right, man. With the Titans, 
you know, they, they, they uh, again, kind of like the Bills, they're almost a complete team. They they have some 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 holes for sure, but I think the hole, the biggest hole may be with the QB. You know, mm. QB, mm. but because the QBs that's left, I think they may have a better chance in drafting later on in, in this draft, mid round. I'm with you 100 percent on that. So I'm not I'm not going I'm not going you know going to reach or anything like that. I'm going to go on the defensive side to add to that defense. You know, uh, I just want to mention, though, you know, when, you, when you're able to get, what was it, nine sacks, whatever it is, in that playoff game and not win it, and, and for your QB to have the turnovers that they did, it's clearly you and, – and, and I just want to say this, too, with Ryan Tannehill. He, he did the best. I think he's played better here in Tennessee. I think we all, we all know this. He's played better in Tennessee than he – than he ever has over there in Miami, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. The, man, know, the man reached his ceiling, what was that, 2019? His, bro, he's reached his yeah. ceiling. He's had, he's, he's had Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry got hurt this year, but he's had Derrick I think he's, he's, he's where he's going to be. This is the best he's going to be. I think they need to upgrade there. But I think it would be a reach grabbing the next guy on my yeah. list, uh right here. So I'm gonna go and add to this defense, and I'm gonna go with my 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 favorite linebacker, in uh, Devin Lloyd. Okay, nice bro. pick. Okay, nice pick. Okay. Nice linebacker too. That's my number yeah, one backer nice. too. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. You know this this guy right here, man. Uh, to me, I I don't know how they. I don't know how. I mean, I don't want to diss anybody that has the Kobe Dean. I think he is undersized, but I just think. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Said, well, I mean, just any, everything <laughs> he can do. There's a lot of things this dude can do, man. Um, he can cover. You know, he, he can tackle. He's a really good tackler. Yeah. He can rush. Anytime you want to rush him, he can, he can do that. You know, I just think this this is this is the complete linebacker in the class by far. So, um, and for him to still be on the board on my list as far as a number one linebacker and a need. Best player available. I I think this fits Tennessee perfectly. So this is where we're going with this pick right here. And I was gonna take him next if he was still there, because uh, we at the Bucks. I was going. Ooh. Good, good thing. Jeez, like don't that. give them another dude like that. Jesus, I know, right. I know, I know. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's still there's still players there's on the another board guy, yeah. the same way. <laughs> I mean, another guy though. <laughs> there's a couple. Yeah, of them. yeah, no, that's that's a great pick. I'm with you, linebacker number one. And honestly, if I were to tier my linebackers, I'd have him as linebacker one, and then like a like probably maybe three dudes at, at yeah. tier two. Mm. I I heard he's yeah. falling in the draft just because they didn't think because he's not as fast as they thought he was. Like he looks like on film. They thought he was more of like a four four guy, but it looks like he's a four six. See, that's what I'm saying though. That that that's yeah. I mean, they're just going off the you talking about them going off the forty time? What was his forty? Forty time and like yeah. His forty uh, six? His forty. But yeah, but if you watch the tape though, I mean this dude can move. Four six yeah, is it, a backer. I'm I'm good. Huh? You, I'm I'm good. Like I'm, I'm not good, I'm not worried. Bro. Like I'm not I worried. I love the about... combine. Don't get me wrong, I love the combine. I love watching it. I love, you know. Yo, this dude ran this fast, or this this player had this type of bend and all of that. I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when it just to me, the tape still rules all. When it comes down to what you when you're evaluating, you gotta go back to to what you what you see, you know, what what you've been watching over or what you're finna watch. You know, I this is my opinion on it, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, he's, he really has like, as far as watching this dude, like, I I don't see holes. Like you said, Josiah, like mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's complete and he, he really is. He's built, he's built to play in space. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah. he is, he is set up to play. He, he is what the modern day linebacker is. I mean, six foot three, 237. I mean, that's, that's just like, he's, he's a, he's close to Fred Warner in that range. His height mm-hmm. is in the 84th percentile. Mm-hmm. His arm length is in the 81st percentile. Mm-hmm. His bench press, 83rd percentile. Mm-hmm. His broad jump, 92nd percentile. Like, and, and to do what he put on tape, I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. <laughs> when all of that adds up to what he does on tape. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mainly what it is, is I just want to, mainly what the, like the combine and all that is for me. I want to see if it confirms what I thought from the tape. And if it does, if it doesn't though, if it doesn't like like, for Hamilton, Traylon Burks, right? Four, five, 40. I have no doubts about Traylon Burks straight line speed. I have none. Zero, 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 zero doubts about Traylon Burks straight line. Oh, but it was a four or five. I don't care. I I don't care. The, the, whatever it is, I'm, you know, other things with, with Devin Lloyd, right? Oh, you know, like four, six, like, I would have expected four six four five, you know, well, whatever back, it is. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like it, it just it doesn't it doesn't, you know, it's just it does like you know we 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 nitpicking now, and I guess that's what you got to do on draft day. But like mm-hmm. the tape is good enough, and the tape shows enough to where what he did testing wise does not deter me in any exactly. shape, way, or form. Exactly. Yep. So. Yeah, we gonna move. We gonna move down to the Bucks. Pick twenty seven. Court day. Where since since Devin Lloyd is off is off the board. Where are you going if, if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now? Where am I going? Um, and I feel like they can go a few positions. Oh, I'll just have the guy. D tackle who played along the uh, the big guy. Uh, oh Jordan yeah. Davis. His name escapes me right now. I'm trying to I'm trying Devontae to find Wyatt. Devontae, Devontae Wyatt. Yeah, Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. And Dominican Sue keeps re-signing one year deals. Uh, but he's getting older too. William Golston. Is still a free agent, I believe, and he's not. He hasn't resigned. Uh, was looking to go edge, but uh, D uh, having a tackle there, a young tackle next to um, God, a mammoth of a guy who was just like perfect as the like the run. And um, but he took a few years back. I forget his name. The D tackle. Yeah, the D tackle. Oh, Vita Vea. Yeah, Vita Vea. Yeah, guy coming out, bro. No, he's still yeah, yeah. he's still that fucking guy. <laughs> Damn yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, he just gotta stay healthy. I, I think that's yep. yeah, true. Yep. You yep. know the yep. crazy thing about it? Y'all know he played running back? No. In man. high school? You know that. In high school. He played so he's from the You mean to tell me this man played linebacker in reality and not in somebody's nightmare? Right. No, 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 he played running yeah, he was he was a running back. He was two forty, two fifty playing running back. And Damn, San Mateo, man. he's from San Mateo out here in the Bay, and they show like highlights, bro. He was he was moving, dude, was moving. I like, I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah no, Vita Vea is a freak. That's why he was an interior defensive lineman and went in top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pair him with so, Devontae White, like I like that pick, man. I like that pick yeah, a lot. Devontae. Yeah, yeah, that Devontae to me, I outside of that that BS with the you know his, his stuff going off the field, I, I think on the field he is. Really good defensive. He's right there with his teammate Jordan, bro. Right, he may even project. At times, he looked better. 
There's yes, times where yes, he yes, looks yes, better, yes, yes, exactly. He may even project better because, like, he the snap might. count, how the NFL yep. game yep. is, you know, like, you know, and all that. Yep. Yeah. He could stay out of trouble. Whatever it is, whatever's going on, if he could stay out of trouble, he might be better than Jordan Davis. Yep. Yeah, man. And, like, if Jordan can't, if Jordan can't get that, like you said, when you first picked him to mm-hmm. the Chargers, yeah. if he can't get that conditioning right, Yep. then it's it's all for naught. If we can only trot this dude out there for 30 snaps, it's right. really, it, you know, and Devontae didn't have that problem. Nope. And he functions he well, <laughs> all the different side to side move. Like, yeah, it's all there. Yeah, that's a great pick. A that great is pick. a great pick right there. And goddamn Bucks, just give Tom Brady some yeah, other great just, pick. Yeah. Like, just, just, oh, just, just, yeah. Jeez. All right, we're going to move now to pick number 28, the Green Bay Packers back on the board. I picked George Karloftis to them earlier out of Purdue. I knew I could do so because there were receivers on the board that I liked. And my next receiver on the board, on my board, my personal board, as far as my receiver prospects go, I don't necessarily, again, this is another fit question. Mm-hmm. It's another fit question. And I don't want to, I'll, I'll say it, Sky Moore is the next receiver I have on the board here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if this is where they want to go. If this just fits what the Packers want to do, I think it would have to default to the receiver that I have at number six, who is also still on the board. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think I'm going to go. Green Bay Packers, 28th pick, select George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Right. I think like like Aaron Rodgers, he, you know, like we have talked to, you said it, Corday, like, and I know that Bucky has quoted it. I know that Kyle Shanahan has talked about it. I just think it's a general mantra that a lot of us believe in. To assemble your receiving core like a basketball lineup, you want your point guard, you want your shooting guard, you need your small forward, your your power forward, and you need your you know just different types of things that they can offer to an offense. I love it. I love that analogy. It's so perfect. And I think what George Pickens does is he gives Aaron Rodgers somebody else that he can really trust at the catch point and that they can groom. The Green Bay Packers don't like to go into free agency to grab receivers for big time money. The last free agent receiver I think they brought over was Randall Cobb, who's just like a, you know, bring him back type of thing. So George Pickens, I think, has probably the best ball skills, like in terms of like, you know, the balls in the air. It's, you know, it's it's how he's going to how would I put it this way? How he's going to adjust his body to a pass to be able to make the catch. It's between him, Drake London, and even Jahan Dotson, who's much smaller and not the necessarily the athlete that Pickens is. And I think that with Pickens and Rodgers over the next couple of years, or at least the length of Rodgers' contract, <laughs> however much money they're going to be doling out to that man, they're going to be able to perfect that back shoulder fade with Pickens once he gets himself right. Because there are injury concerns with Pickens, even though his injury occurred a little bit later and a couple of other guys who are also on, you know, the first round radar from a receiver perspective. So, but I think this is a good one to really add there. He's got a lot of upside. And I think if there was not a lot of injury concerns with him, George Pickens would have a lot more stock in him as a receiver prospect. But right now, falling to 28, he's going to go there to the Packers if I was sitting there in the GM seat. We'll move to number 29, the Chiefs. Josiah, you got to pick another <laughs> AFC West rival, man. Who made these selections, man? That's crazy, bro. I was just trying to make sure, man. That's crazy. Man, man, cover zero gotta do some inventory on the employees. 
I told y'all, man. I told y'all I didn't have to pick for my team, bro. Y'all, y'all the ones now. Nah, yeah, I was Eagles. really trying to make sure you you was good with your squad, man. I, yeah. I messed around and all right. I mean, I trust y'all over Henry. I mean, because Henry. Yeah, Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard yeah. that draft. Henry yeah. out for blood. Hey, yeah. bro. He didn't get that, his, that he didn't so get his team. He said, well, I'm going to take every player away yeah. from the Raiders. There's one player. I don't, I don't know if he went off the board. This is the player I thought Jordan was going to pick at some point. Because we both really like him. Oh, shit. No, you're not going to give him to the Chiefs. Man, I look. Look. This is straight nobody. This is how you know I ain't biased, bro. I'm, I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I know. That's why I know. Dang, man. I, I, and I'm trying to. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Need. There's two. There's two. You. There's to me right now. You could go offense or defense right now. Defense for sure. Because yeah. why? Even, okay, I think I know who you it know is. Know where I'm going. I mean, look, the wide receiver. You know, the players then went off the board. Some. Well, there's one actually. Actually, actually, there's one on my list. That I do have. I'd be upset with both. Either the offensive guy I got in my mind or the defensive guy I got. The offensive guy, I don't think you – I don't know if you – yeah, see, the offensive guy I still got him. But I think they may be able to get him. See how I'm thinking for them? That's crazy. Yeah, they got – I mean, they go back-to-back right now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, with them next. <laughs> I'm going to go – well, I'm – it's official. I'm going defense. I'm going defense here. Um. I believe this player is still on the board. I can't believe I'm about to give them. I'm about to give them. Hold on. Hold on. I, I can let you know if he's off. Because I have to, I have no, to try. He's, I have, yeah. he, he's still on the board. Yeah. Is he coming out of the SEC? Yeah. Yeah. Does he play in the defensive uh, backfield? Yeah. <laughs> is he a safety? Next safety and a, and he can play yeah. corner. He can play corner too a little bit. This is he a hard hitter. He's a hard hitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know does exactly his name up. rhyme? Does his name rhyme with bluest peen? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's not him. No. Oh, you? No. Oh, I think I know. Are you taking? No. Uh... No. All right. Who you got then? That was Wait, my. Guess. No, I'm going. Okay. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Daxton Hill. Daxton no, he's not Hill. in the SEC. Yeah, he's not in the SEC. What'd you say? You, I said he's in the SEC. S- oh, no, he's not. No, no, no. He's well, not. You're taking the safety out of Michigan. Oh, Daxton okay. Hill. Okay. Michigan, yes. I, I mean, I don't want them to get him either. <laughs> Man, this right here, it, it fits the mold. It fits the mold for Casey, bro. It's, it's the, bro, I, I, I get it now. I see why you did because he's – go ahead. It's, it's your pick. Go ahead. Yeah, bro. I mean, because he could play either, either – Either role. I know they just got Reed. I know they just got Reed. But, I mean, you could put him in the box. You could put him at the nickel position. I think he plays better at the nickel position. So, I mean, you know, and, and that's where they really, really needed help at. They really needed help at, at the secondary. I think that was a, a big need. They could use some help on the defensive line as well, you know. But, again, when I'm looking at some of some of the guys that I have here, I wouldn't, you know, I, I think this guy, he, he's the best player available. When you come down to the few needs that they that they have, and you know, I mean, it's just it's it's not one thing. He, I mean, well, it's, it's a couple of things he can't do, but he's really versatile, and I think he yeah, 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 that. okay, he, he fits Spags' um role on the defense. 
you know, so you really could fit him at the safety and again at the at the cornerback position. I gotta go Daxon Hill, man, in Michigan. It's a good pick. No lie. I miss her. He is literally like think look at it like this, bro. He is literally the replacement for Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know Tyron's not coming. You already I mean style wise, that's him. Yeah. He's not coming. Him. That's, so that's, I almost took him for my Eagles when we was in the teens until y'all was like, y'all please take a linebacker. Cause I was like, I was like, this kind of like, cause to me, he kind of reminded me of Malcolm Jenkins when we had him. I was honestly mm. thinking cause he could play the slot, play safety. And I was like, mm-hmm. that was like, <sighs> I was like, will they take a linebacker though? Like, but I'm like, nah, we actually need. The only thing is he's small. He's a lot smaller than Malcolm. Malcolm got like 30 pounds on this guy. Okay. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the only thing. That's he's the only young, thing. No. He is young. He'll 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 pick up some weight. He'll pick up. Some it's weight. just, but it's also just the NFL now too. Like you know, mm-hmm. you you got these dudes coming in at one ninety and one. You know, that's just the NFL's just transitioning to that way. But no, that's that's a tremendous pick. I, I love I love Daxton. He's my number two overall. I got I got I have Daxton as a safety on mine. I just, yeah, like that's what that, I'm saying. That versatility is definitely right. there. Right, right. Definitely that's what I've been thinking as a safety. Yeah, but like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, so he comes in as that Tyron replacement. Yeah. Where okay, let's drop him over here. Let's drop, drop him down. over there. Let's move him over yeah. here. Let's put him. You know, yeah. like and yeah, and he functions really well. So yeah, because I remember Tyron came in as a corner initially, and then they moved him to safety. So when yeah, when Tyron was at uh, when Tyron went Arizona. to Arizona, Arizona. he yeah. he was a safety on like your early downs. And then yeah. similar yeah. to what you'll see some corners be like, you know, outside and then kick to inside. They yeah. would have Tyron as a safety who would then flex down to slot. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. that type of versatility. And I think you could do the same thing with Daxton. Hell, bro. Yeah, you can. You do the same thing with Daxton. He's done it. He's done it. I mean. At Michigan, he, he did a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate that he goes here. But again, it, it, you know, just looking at my list, unbiasedness with everything, man. You know, plus this is our mock. You know, I mean, this is we'll see what happens in the next couple hours. You know, uh, <laughs> and the next day. You know, so we'll and see. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be dope just to see where they really fall. So yeah. let's keep it with Kansas City right now. These these freaking cheats. We'll <laughs> go ahead and go, uh, Corday. That puts you on the clock to make their their last pick of the first round at pick thirty yeah. overall. Jay went. Uh, defense, which is what they needed uh, to upgrade on. And the dude on, uh, on offense, I don't want them to get it. Still there. Yeah, I know. Uh, I already know who you're talking about. I already know uh, who you're talking about. Yep. I don't know who you're talking about. I got another player over him, but okay. I, I know. I know. I know. Jordan, who? Okay, I'll just say my player. Uh, so I'm going to go Jahan Dotson. Thank you. I would love it if they did that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you was. Th- I, I know who you was thinking. I don't want to say his wait, who's next? No, say say his name. Say his name. Yeah, I'm Moore. Yes, Scott, Moore. Scott Moore. Scott Moore, of course. Scott I don't Moore. I don't want him to go there. I didn't okay. want um You could have told me that. I wasn't going that way Chris, anyway. I was going I got Christian Dawson. Watson, bro. I'm a big fan of Christian Watson. I don't know. See, I'm Florida. not I'm not that big on Christian Watson. Yeah, I like him a lot, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been skyrocketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Running man, four three, bro. six four. I just yeah. I think with Mahomes, they would find a way to make it work because he's a He's, I mean, that type of receiver. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, with Mahomes, if he goes in there, that's that's still. I'm not still because Watson has. I mean, yeah, like you said, Corday, six yeah. four, four three. Yeah. There, there's only a few dudes that do that. The only thing with Watson, why I'm not like he's in my top ten. I think I got him at nine. 
yeah. on the wide receiver rankings. All right. The only reason why is because I want to see your size play out better against FCS competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. At, uh, against the press, at okay. the stem, and at the catch point far more than I did when I watched his film. Yeah, I saw him yeah. run by people. Of course, you got that 4-3. I know you can do that. But when you get to the NFL and you got corners that's going to be right there and you don't, it's not to say that he can't develop it. Of course, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't really know. But like, I, I just, I want to see more of that if I'm going to grab you in the first round. He's a, he's a day two dude that I think is going to yeah. be dope for wherever he goes. I got him as a second rounder. I just okay. want him as a first Thank rounder. And this is, I mean, we're, we're at what? What pick is this? Yeah. We're, we're this really is 30. Early. Yeah. Okay. 30. And, and I mean, yeah. if Jacksonville took him at, you know, number 33. I mean, actually, you know what? I'm surprised. Actually, if we could restart the mock, can can they just select Christian Kirk, number one? Because that's clearly their their man, their favorite dude <laughs> in the whole world. Bro. Hilarious, bro. <laughs> like, come on. Hilarious, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway. Yeah. That's anyway. funny. But no, Jahan <laughs> Dotson, uh, I actually had to move Jahan Dotson just outside of my top 10 wide receivers. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. He, he's cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, you know what? It's crazy. It's a great pick because I mean, as far as need for sure, position wise and everything. But I'm glad if that happens that way. Oh yeah, over the the, the two other players that I that that we just talked about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me Especially for if sure. If they don't come up on anybody else like Debo or um, DK or you know any one of those players with their picks or anything, you know. Yeah, I'll be. But but what? But uh, Dotson though, yeah, he he's definitely a good wide receiver for sure. And and what Jordan just said too with Patrick, you know Patrick's going to make it work. That's the right. thing. Like, you know, regardless of how we got these wide receivers ranked, you know he's going to make the wide receiver look better than what we even think he really is anyway. So exactly, you know that that's that's a crazy thing, and not just him, just Andy Reid. And Andy I was going to say the same bro. shit, bro. Andy Reid and the enemy. They gonna, they yeah, gonna bro. You know what? Yeah. You know what time it is? Yeah, I mean, it's just they're, they're going to make this offense work. And when their plays, when their play calls dial in and don't work, Patrick is going to make it work. So yeah. pick your poison. Pick your poison. <laughs> you bro, know. I remember a homie of mine was talking about how he thought Mahomes got figured out and he going to struggle. But then Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna struggle struggle with the loss of Devontae, and I was just like, "Bro, what?" <laughs> and then he, and then he 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 uh, texts me that somebody on ESPN Radio said that Patrick Mahomes will never get to a Super Bowl again. I know y'all Raiders fans, but I was just like, "That just sounds ridiculous well, I don't to know say." No, I mean I'm a diehard Raider. I don't know how you can sit yeah. there and say, yeah. you know, that they would never get back. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, right now. Well, that's that's when we get to the division talk, we'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that yeah. that's um that's stupid to really say. Yeah, that. stupid. And I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. I heard I heard that said on ESPN too, on ESPN as well. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, you tripping? Then I was like, I was like, is it one of those uh, which one of those brothers who uh who was like a backup linebacker in the league? I forget his name. And he because I remember he once said top Patrick Mahomes wasn't a top five quarterback no more when he was struggling for like that those three weeks yes yeah, get his name his brother does uh uh the show with marcellus wiley though acho sam oh, acho i think sam acho. i was like did sam acho say this a lot because of the time bro with them is just like you know reactionary statements yep. yeah 
Yeah. yeah, we know this. We know this. Yeah. You know, yeah. They can't sit here and spend two hours and twenty minutes on a first round mock draft. You know what they I mean? They sure can't though. <laughs> they sure can't. <laughs> Which is where we're going. So we got we got two more picks. I'm gonna my last pick of the first round gonna be to the Bengals right here. We talked about how much we loved what they did in free agency, addressing the small areas that they needed to sure up. And I'm gonna go ahead and add another piece on the fire of the offensive line that needs to be able to protect Joe Burrow. We loved what they did in acquiring, well, what was his name? Ted Karras, the center out of Miami. We love what they did acquiring Alex Kappa and Lyle Collins. And I'm just going to add one more piece to it so I don't got to worry about if I'm starting Akima Denajay or, or Jackson mm-hmm. Carmen mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even, yeah. even need to worry about it. So nope. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Yeah. And at worst, I'm a big going to have them dudes compete. And we're going to see who the best is going to be. But Zion Johnson, I have as a first round to maybe second round grade, you know. And if it was a different team, I probably wouldn't select him here. But considering how these this Bengals team was right there with the Rams in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl, and the offensive line was a problem that we talked about for days and for days, days and days, years almost. Bro, I couldn't even track it with a piece of paper. I needed a goddamn calendar. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. I was looking at him for Tampa, but I remember they traded for uh, Marcus Cannon for like nothing mm-hmm. at right guard after uh, was it Alex Marpet? Kappa. No, it's Kappa who's Kappa. literally here Kappa. right now. Uh, yeah. Mar and Marpet retired. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Kappa left when Brady left, and then Marpet retired after Brady left. Right. right so that right, pulled right. both of their guards away. And oh, so then okay. Brady came okay. back, and that's when yeah. Jensen came back. Ryan yeah. Jensen, the center, came yeah. back, and they was yeah. like, "Hey, Allie, you gonna come back?" He's like, "Nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, done." Yeah. I said I was done because I was done. But anyway, yeah. this is just another way that you got to sure up that offensive line for Joe, since they they invested in Jamar last year in the first round, rightfully so. Obviously, that man is a beast among beasts, and I think this is just a real a real solid way to give them an offensive line. Going from left to right, left to right, Jonah Williams. Then it would be Jackson Carmen, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, and Lyle Collins. That is such a turnaround for that offensive line from one year to the next. Yep. And remember, Joe got hurt. It was grabbing at that same knee he hurt in that Super Bowl, and the play calling changed up immediately. They couldn't just have him drop back there and just get hit, and he was getting back up. They had to start calling short passing games. Stuff which I, I still ain't sold on the coach, but anyway, we that, that's the division preview. Let's let's keep going. Division preview, <laughs> division preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one more pick. Josiah, go ahead and close us out with Detroit. Detroit, baby. <laughs> First of all, real quick, that was a great pick. That's my favorite guard uh in this draft. So I, I'm a big fan of him. Uh Z- Zion Johnson. Mm-hmm. For my lines here. Again, I'm trying to get them right, man. I'm, I'm trying to get them right. Went with Walker, first pick here. I'm going to go with a safety here. They, it's a needed safety. Uh, see now this is the guy I was thinking. Right, here yeah. This is. is the guy you were talking. Yeah, here's the guy right here. In the SEC, he played for yeah. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, he played for Georgia, SEC, yeah. Yes, this guy right here. This is the guy that CJ was high on. Um, I like him a lot. I, I I don't think he's number one, right? But he's he's definitely you know he could be a late like as we have him here to be a late first rounder. Um, for sure second rounder. Louis Sain. Am I saying Louis Sain? Louis Sain. Sain. Yeah. There it is, right there, man. Um, out of Georgia, safety. 
you know, uh, I, I think he he could tackle. He's a tackle machine. You know, he's um, somebody that could – he's really good with coverage as well. He can cover the middle of the field. You could drop him down. I think my only issue with him at times, he cannot shed blocks. So if you do drop him down there, he's that. that's why I like Hamilton so much. Me and CJ was talking about this. We briefly talked about it. And I just – and that's what, to me, puts Hamilton at the very, very – very top is because he could shed those blocks and you know Louis Sain is is not one of those guys in my opinion tape that I've watched he's he has to get better at that he has to get stronger you know I, I mean the linemen obviously they're you know they're big dudes we, we know what time it is with that but he has to get better with that but here you know he you you, you put him over here with the Lions you know the defense is getting is getting stronger you know, I think they're 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 strengthening a a definite need. You know, because when you when you look at the needs and you look at you know the positions and and everything that they needed here, this fits the mold here for them. So yeah, I'm, this is where I'm at with it. Louis Sain out of Georgia, safety, last pick of the first round. Lewis Seen projects in the 90th percentile in the broad jump, the 44-3740 yard dash from a six foot two, 200 pound safety. 90th percentile also in his height, and his arm length is just shy of the 90th percentile, 32 inch arms. He has basically the same arm length as Aiden Hutchinson. Like this, this man is like. He's got a lot. Like he's so savvy. Like he he has his eyes. I really love, and I, I love his eyes. The only thing I think that really he needs to improve, like his break plant drive, has a little. I mean, this is just nitpicking. He's my number three safety. I do have a like right here is like I think the mm. perfect spot for him. Okay. I have a first to second round grade on him. First okay. to second. It's about first, right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So like we we right in that spot for him. Okay. And especially if you could compa- if you can pair him with uh Arawarie, there I did it, Arawarie, the other safety. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. For the Lions, I think this just this this really fits this really fits what Detroit's trying to do. And like you said when you picked Trayvon Walker to them, Dan Campbell last year, trench, trench, trench. This and then this year, first off, trench, and then to add another dude on the back end. And then you are we going to try to see what they can do with Jeff Okuda? They got to try to still trot him out there and see what he can be. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I like this pick a lot, and I think this is really where this, considering how this mock unfolded, and considering where I have him as a prospect, this is a great way to close out the first round. All right, sixty seconds. I'm going to do a quick recap before we give our final thoughts. Number one, Aiden Hutchinson, edge out of Michigan. Number two, Trayvon Walker, edge out of Georgia. Number three, Ike Aquanu, tackle out of North Carolina State to the Texans. The Jets at four, Kayvon Thibodeau to the Ducks, or from the Ducks to the Jets. Number <laughs> five, number five, the Giants select Evan Neal, tackle out of Alabama. Panthers take Charles Cross, the tackle out of Mississippi State at number six. Sauce Gardner, the first corner off the board, goes to the Giants at number seven. Garrett Wilson, the first receiver off the board, goes to Atlanta at number eight. The first quarterback off the board, replacing Russell Wilson, Malik Willis out of Liberty, goes to the Seahawks. Derek Stingley Jr., number 10 to the Jets, the corner from LSU. Number 11, Kyle Hamilton, safety at Notre Dame, goes to the Commanders. 
Trent McDuffie, the corner out of Washington at number 12, goes to Minnesota. Jamison Williams, Corday, number 13, <laughs> goes to the Texans. Tyler Linderbaum, I, I really love this one, too. I really love this one. He's so athletic, he can function in yeah. that counter bash. I'll get to more of that when we get to our season preview. Love that pick right there. Number 14 out of Iowa, their center goes to the Ravens. Drake London, big body, going to Corday's Eagles at number 15, the pick that they acquired from Miami. Number 16, the Saints select Bernard Ryman, offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. Jordan fucking Davis, Josiah, picks them to go to this beast out of Georgia. Actually, he's out of the under the bed of all children across the scope of the world that are scared of monsters under their bed. Goes number 17 to the Chargers. Great pick, though. I mean, great pick. I'm I'm not mad at you. I mean, I am, but anyway. Number 18, N'Kobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia, wanting to establish a leader in the center of that defense to give him the green dot. Corday takes him to his Eagles right there. Number 19, Chris Olave, the savvy route runner, vertical burner to complement Michael Thomas in the receiving core to the Saints is pick 19. Kenny Pickett, the next quarterback off the board, just takes a small little trek, hop, skip, and a jump to the Steelers coming out of Pittsburgh. Number 21, Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia, for some reason went to the Patriots. Uh, and then George Carlop, I'm kidding. <laughs> George Carlop, this edge out of Purdue, number 22, the pick that they acquired from the Devontae Adams trade goes to the Packers. Traylon Burks mm. goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Josiah's guy going to be able to link up with that team that's going to be able to find a way to use him really well. Jermaine Johnson goes to the Cowboys to pair him opposite of Micah Parsons in pass rushing situations. The edge out of Florida State. Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson to supplement the loss of e- Levi Wallace. Goes to the Bills at number 25. Devin Lloyd, number 26. Great pick. The linebacker out of Utah to the Titans. Devontae Wyatt, the other defensive tackle that's a standout out of Georgia, goes number 27 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. George Pickens, the wide receiver, also out of Georgia, goes number 28 to the Packers. The Chiefs at number 29, the pick that they got in exchange from the Niners. They select Daxton Hill, versatile safety slash corner out of Michigan. Following that pickup, the Chiefs also pick up Jahan Dotson, speed receiver with some decent ball skills at number 30 out of Penn State. Zion Johnson, one of the best guards in the entire draft, falls all the way to number 31, is landed on the team that needed another offensive lineman with the Bengals selecting him right there. And then last but not least, Lewis Seen, safety out of Georgia, going to the Detroit Lions. Josiah, I'll start with you. Final thoughts. Man, there's still some talent. I I, I got my board. There's still players on here that I thought would have went in the first round. Um, For sure, one guy, one guy for sure I thought would have went in the first round is Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. <laughs> I thought <clears> – <throat> I thought he was gone for sure. So that that that's a really good – I could see a team moving up, trying to grab him. Uh, you know, I got a couple other players here that I'm higher on than most. Obviously, we already talked about Christian Watson. You know, I, I don't think he's going to go in the first, but I think he's a first-round talent. I'm high, like, Again, I'm higher on him than, 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 than most. Uh, you know, Kenyon, Kenyon uh, Green, you know, guard out of Texas. And I don't want to name too many people. I know you guys might have people and whatnot, but yeah, these are a couple of players and whatnot that I that I thought maybe would go, you know, in the mid late first round. 
but yeah, overall, man, this is uh this 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 was a a, a great draft for sure. You know, um, some players went, and some great picks for sure from all the teams. You know, uh, I think everybody was kind of like on a unbiased mode. You know, when you look at it, rivalries. I, I don't think Corday, you really didn't have to worry about. Let me see. Did you have to? I don't think you really had to worry about no. Uh, oh yeah, you did. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You you picked yeah. um. Who was it again for 24? Who was it again? Uh, uh, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson, yeah. who I like, yeah. It's we, a good pick. We, yeah, yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, that's a really I like him, too. Pick. I like him, too, a lot. And I was surprised he fell all the way to the 20s. I'm exactly. Like, exactly. Just so we, uh, great pick up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great pick. Great pick there. You know, so. And then Jordan, yeah. I I, I think, obviously, we, we've already talked about it. I think the Texans at 13, Jameson Williams. You know, Man. Again. Man. To me, what makes so much sense is the whole – I keep saying the evaluation of it because it, it's not – when I say evaluation, I'm not talking about just talent. I'm talking about the the the, the team, the organization, mm-hmm. where the team is right here and now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Where they're at right now, they're not a good team. They're not a team that's ready to compete, and they chose a player that's probably the number one player on most people's boards. The only reason why he may not be number one on other people's boards is because of his ACL injury. So for him to be able to rest it even longer, you know, I don't have to rush to come back. You know, he'll be mm-hmm. able to come next season. I I really like Lovey Smith. I think he's a, I, you know, I think he's a really good head coach. You know, for him to come back, I think I'm, I'm almost sure he'll be back next season. They'll have the option of Davis Mills again or a new QB with a number one wide receiver. Somebody that's ready to play, you know, um, regardless of what he does this year, you know, everybody will will be expecting him to be the number one wide receiver next year. I just – that was a really great pick. That was a really, really great pick by Jordan there. So, um, yeah, so that, that's my evaluation through the whole uh, first round of the draft. Final thoughts, Corday, what you got? Jameson Williams to the Texans obviously was a huge, huge shocker. Uh, Jordan Davis going to the Chargers, shocking. Uh, I know that hurt Josiah to yeah, have to bro. say that. It needed to be done though. Yeah. It, needed, it needed to be done. Absolutely needed to be done because, like, because like we talked about before, they don't try to stop the run at all. I just think it was a solid overall draft. Uh, Brees Hall, I thought could possibly go to the Bills in the first, just if they wanted to uh, give Josh Allen talent and running back because that's a, a place they direly need help. Uh, Jermaine Johnson falling to the Cowboys mission. That was a shocker. Uh, Devin yeah. Lloyd to the Titans. Yeah, uh, that was another a shocker. St- Stop the uh, slide. Uh, the tackle you mentioned earlier, Josiah. I thought th- the Titans could have went tackle after two years ago drafting that one dude who just I don't know what his problem is. Uh, oh, I the guy from really- uh, he was also from George George Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, Isaiah Wynn. Yeah. Uh, no, not Isaiah Witt. No, no, Isaiah Witt. He went to, he went to the Patriots. Uh, yeah, the guy I think oh, you talk about. He went to. I know who you're Miss. talking about, though. He came out yeah, of twenty. Yeah. He came. He was in the twenty twenty class. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought they could. I thought Titans could have won tackle. A lot of dope picks here. A lot of shot. Uh, some good shockers. Uh, Thibodeau to uh, to the Jets. I like that for him. Like it's a, just a good culture fit for him. Mm-hmm. Also, when uh, Josiah, you went. Um, safety for the lions i was wondering like if because they're so late you know usually like would you go quarterback there just to have like the extra year for them but i see you went with the safety another solid pick but i was just wondering like 
what if you could have let, let's say if you had to take a quarterback at 32 what quarterback would you have taken matt Corral. period that's what i was thinking, I was thinking that same yeah. thing too. i mean I remember we thing. we kind of talked about i'm i'm high on, i'm higher on matt Corral. he was that he was actually my number one qb for a little minute um but kenny pickett i just feel like the more i watched him the more complete he looked you know, Matt Corral, and, and this is the weak class. So as I'm saying this, this is I'm just comparing out of the the you know him, Malik, Desmond Ritter, you know, the, the Sam Howland, uh, Howen, you know, however you pronounce his last name out of North Carolina, Sam Howell. How you know those guys there? I mean, you know, all of them. It, it's a weak class, but you know, Kenny Pickett. I, I just the more I watched him, I felt like he was a more he was the most complete. But Matt Corral, I really like him a lot. But I feel again, some sometimes what I at least how I draft, I feel like some of these players, and we don't know. I mean, we really don't know, but when the second round come around, you know, I feel like they are capable of moving up if they really want to draft these players. They're able to move up and try to to make a move for these players. Or these players will fall later on into the second or third or fourth round and they'll be able to draft. So that's kind of how I, I I try to you know how to how to how to kind of take it, you know I try to go best player available with need, and then go with you know possibly who they can draft later on in in, in the draft. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't go because I, I I was thinking about Matt Corral, but can I honestly say if I if I pick Matt Corral there is he better than Jared Groff right now? No, I don't think so. Not no, at all. I, I mean, I no, I don't. I don't say. I don't, I, I don't. I don't. Jared Goff is not the greatest, but he's by far to me. He he has shown Matt Corral hasn't shown enough to me that he's ready mm-hmm. to start week one. He hasn't yeah. shown enough. He, I mean, maybe you know he can compete, he can flash and all of that. But Jared Goff, this is a guy that was just in the Super Bowl not too long ago, almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I mean that—that's how I look at it, you know. But somebody to groom underneath, yeah, Matt Corral will be that guy. But I just think it went a little bit too high. So let me go with a yeah. need here, which was, you know, Lewis. Yeah, overall, I think the one thing I would look at is just who's left on the board. Still a lot of good players, and I think if this is a draft that the uh, Jags are looking at because they would be next on the clock. The other area they were thinking of going is offensive lineman, and the first thing yeah. you said, Josiah, is one that I really agree with as well. You're surprised yeah. Trevor Penning didn't go. Yeah, the Jags started off the second round with Trevor Penning after already securing Aiden Hutchinson. I like that a lot better than their free agency hall. Let me just tell you that much. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- you know what? Dang, that's crazy. Because if we did go into the second round and you had a pick for the Jaguars, that's that would do. be a great pick to start off with. <laughs> Trevor Penning. That's what I would do right now. Trevor Penning. <laughs> Trevor Penning. Right. Straight up. Straight I don't up. know why I can't think of Trevor Penning is. It must be super. North Carolina, aggressive, offensive tackle, in your face. You know, nasty. Oh, okay. Okay. After okay. after Icky, he's the six, next seven. nasty How dude. Is he? is he six six seven six eight somewhere around? Trevor, there. he's six foot seven, three twenty five, red shirt <laughs> junior. He's twenty two years old. Yeah, yeah. He earned uh, what? Yeah, like first team all district honors, and he also led. Well, this, that, no, yeah, it was it was high school stuff. I remember with him. But uh, yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, he's he's developed really, really, really well, and just been very nasty. And one of the things that he had talked about when he was a player is that he wants defensive linemen to hate him. 
And I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the time when he was at Northern Iowa, he was just like, you know, amongst boys. Like, like, I mean, he, he is at six foot seven. You would be surprised at how wide and like just brute strength this dude really has. He's got the reason I think why he's down here is he, he still has like some things that he needs to correct as far as pass pro goes, which is where the NFL is. And of course, there's the thing that he played at Northern Iowa, Iowa um, and all yeah. that. But I mean, his his strength, his power and how just massive this guy is. He needs to be able to get better at like dipping his hips. But I mean, if you're a team that needs a gap scheme tackle. Yeah. Yeah. This this is this is to get him in the second round. You, you your your draft room is standing up and clapping, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember. I, so I thought you said Trevor something out of North Carolina. I was like, oh, what? my bad. Like, Northern Iowa. So, so, Northern Iowa. So yeah, but not. Nah, uh, yeah, Trevor Penning. Yeah, I was, I was surprised <laughs> he he fell he uh, fell out of the first two. Like I was seeing some people taking him like in the teams, but yeah, um, yeah, not nah, definitely solid pick. Yeah, nasty guy indeed. Yeah. So, One yeah. guy that I really like. He's in my top five. I knew he 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 was not going to go in the first. Uh, but I expect him to go in the mid-second, late. Well, mid-second, early third is uh, Nick Petit out of Ohio State, if I'm saying his name correctly. What position is he? Uh, offensive line, left tackle, right tackle, guard. Uh, he he could play it all. He could play it all. Nick, Nick, P-E-T-I-T, Petit, Petit, Free, Free. Okay. I might, I'm I'm butchering his name. I'm already knowing, but that dude there, bro. If you haven't seen tape on him, check him out. He played at a high level at right tackle, right guard, I believe, and he was at left tackle. He 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 is. Uh, oh, uh, a Pettit Ferrer. Pettit, I said. See, Pettit, I'm Pettit. Pettit. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I'm not that high on this guy. I like him a lot, bro. I like him a lot. He's somebody that I hope. I don't think he's going to fall. You know, now we will, into our, our per- You said what? I think he. I don't think he goes till day. Because I, 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 I only watched. I watched a limited amount of him. Okay. I was not impressed, so I I, I, I steered away from that tape. Really? Yeah, oh, I was not all that impressed. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I no, know. I was. Yeah, he's he. As far as these other linemen, these other linemen go, I was not. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that high on him. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. We, we well, you know, we got to see, <laughs> you know, because I, I liked him. I liked him a lot, man. I, I thought not just versatile. I felt like the way he played at each position, whether it was right tackle, right guard, left tackle, left tackle was the last position he played at. Um. Yeah, he. I, I only saw him play at the tackle spots. I didn't see him play any guards. Yeah, he played guard too a little bit. He played a little bit of guard as well. Um, his versatility, just being able to. To, to show that and play at a great level, I thought he played at a high level. When I tape that I watch, I got I'll send you. I'll send you some. Um, I'll send you some. I mean, it's it's all on YouTube. It ain't nothing too crazy, but but yeah, I I feel like he's one of those players that could possibly you know fall into the you know mid second early thirds, and I'm hoping that he can fall to our Raiders because I think he would be a great pickup for us. At, 80, at 86 overall? At 86, yeah. I don't think he's going to be there, though. I think I he will. But I, there's other guys I think that'll be there that I'd, I'd prefer over him. Oh, okay. 
I know. Well, I mean, you we'll like see. Him. We'll see once we get there. I mean, who the hell yeah, knows? Yeah, that's, <laughs> long, that's a lot of. Picks. I'm wondering where the running backs go, uh, like Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall. It's a like, week. Uh, They'll probably go in the second round somewhere. Both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just probably go in the team, second. Like, yeah. Like like Kenneth Walker reminds me of like a Nick Chubb. Just the fact that he's just like a Nick a Chubb. great just running back, just like just could tort, tote the rock kind of a thing. Uh, well, so, I and Brees Hall is like probably the more versatile number one for guys. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just wondering like who who's gonna pick up the top running backs that's normally ranked maybe to go in the late first. You know, most people think that they're gonna go you know mid rounds or second third round. So yeah, yeah, these running backs here are are considered one of the weakest. I mean, you know, they're 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 solid. I mean, but it's just yeah. not one oh, of the Type of classes, yeah. so they may they may yeah. fall. The, the first one may go in the mid second round, you know. So, all right, that was the first round mock draft from the Cover Zero podcast. <laughs> we will be back two almost three hours in. Yeah, <laughs> the longest. Yeah. I think this is the longest pod we ever did. And I think so. I think it's the longest one we ever did. Normally, we hit that two hour ish threshold, but here we are. Uh, we will be back with uh, some post draft reactions uh have a little bit more on when we'll we'll get to that for sure um and uh just kind of just overall summations of how draft weekend went enjoy the draft today everybody enjoy enjoy it very much this hopefully this gave you guys some insight on who your team might select on who you might have a certain like a help you look at youtube and maybe figure out who your team should go ahead and grab but this is kind of how we see the draft shaking out if we were sitting in the gm chairs for each squad the Cover Zero podcast, part of the SSAW network, and we will see you after the draft. That's our show. Be sure to email us with your questions, comments, and statements to coverzeropodcast at gmail.com. To find all of the links to follow us on social media and also to find more exclusive content, visit us at tssaw.com. See you next week.